Take them to what I got. Nah, now I gotta play some Drake spazzing because you really just disrespected so crazily, bro. No, I I you can me. I'm I'm Drake number one fan, but I gotta call a spade a spade. Nigga, you just said Tyler the Creator is a better rapper than Drake. Rapper. I know, bro. I know what I'm saying. I'm just quoting what you said. I'm making sure you Listen, know what you said. Me, I said it. Yo, that's man. not a knock on Drake. I, I know that's a know big Drake. knock. That is a big knock. And that's Tyler no, not nice. That's no slight to Tyler, but Tyler is not even in the cusp of that like realm of rapping, bro. Like, dog, you're bugging, dog. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I stand on that ledge, Dolo. You know, I don't care. That's crazy. I'm trying to think of a good a fucking song. Right, as long as you've known me, you know I what I stand on the ledge dolo if I got to. Oh my god, dog. Like, oh, it's so much I can go to. Nah, tell the people the original question. Tell the people how this came came about. Bro, I don't remember now because we're talking like, about Cole. We were saying how what is Cole number one, as he says, as he claims. We agree uh, that he is. Bro, we need to address the elephant in the room. You thinking Tyler the Creator is a better rapper than Drake? Nah, we ain't gotta address that. Nah, we need to address that. You went in a very addressy mood today. Because what? Like I know we hype Tyler got the Grammy, but what? Nah, I didn't even about that. You've seen his freestyles. You you've heard him on on other beats. You have heard Drake freestyle. Are we? What are we talking about? We're talking about Drake. This man said, dog, I'm just trying to find, oh, my God, I can't, why, like, oh, my God, dog. Dog, Tyler, the creator, can't even consistently give people that, Drake intros are some of, like, some shit better than this whole nigga's house. you got that, you got that, I agree with you, I'm not saying he ain't nice. You saying Tyler's a better rapper. Like, where? Put them in the room together. Put them in the basement together with Big Tigger. Bro, we've seen Drake in that space. You haven't seen Tyler in that space. When have we seen him? Drake literally make, puts himself in those positions. We have this whole ever-lingering Drake-Benny record. We have records with Drake and fucking... the. All the fucking times Drake and Cole go against each other. So Tyler don't Tyler don't go on a record with with Freddie toe to toe with him. He just started doing that, nigga. He was doing Stop that before. In the moment. He just him and him and him and Earl he never used to go back and forth, bro. And Earl would literally like was the lyricist of that group. He not a better rapper, like rapper than Earl. Right? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to Tyler. I like Earl. I like Earl. I like Earl. That's all I'll say. Like seven a.m. brittle pap. Like, come on, bro. Like, and you know, I love those records. You know, I love those records. He doesn't have like Tyler doesn't have those. You can't tell me one record outside of "Call Me If You Get Lost." That Tyler spazzed on. That you like, nah. What's that record? Nah, I, I'm gonna find you one. Hold on. Yes, I am. I do know one. 
You wait patient. I got you. When I bet he about to go all the way back to something from Bastard or Wolf. No, not even. I'll go even, even more recent. Also on fucking on Funk Flex on Funk Flex it's Funk Flex freestyle like he he was in that space too. Nah 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 I'm just fucking with you. I'm fucking. (laughs) We're not gonna use. (laughs) Nah I can't use that. I can't use that. I cannot use that. That shit was so pause worthy. I can't use that. Um potato salad. Potato salad. Him and ASAP. So when he raps with ASAP, not just when he raps with ASAP, because those are usually the only times he really gets in that bag. Nah, because he was getting in that bag with Earl. Orange Juice. That's one song, bro, and that's off a of Gucci Man freestyle. Sam is dead with Domo. That's another one. And these are joints you're using to say that can be better than Drake records. Where are they? Where the Ashley's at? I'm like, <laughs> First of all, why you spelled Ashley? Why <laughs> you spelled it like that? Oh my god, that shit was sick. I'm sorry, y'all. This nigga got me fucked up. We we only five minutes into the show. Jesus Christ, man! Done you. You got your you got your shit off. You got your shit off. Oh, you got man. it. Off. Sure, you okay, bro? Like you good, man. You know I'm a fan of both. I give me a to everybody. Like, is your ears working though? My ears work. That's duly noted, man. Tyler the Creator. Top like 50 list coming soon. We're gonna get at each other's throats just like this. So y'all get ready. No, that wasn't a pause. That wasn't a pause. Don't make that face. Better rapper than Drake. That's and I love Drake. That is how we started to show up. That's, That's cool. Nah. I can't let the show start off like now, that. Now, don't start off with that. Go to the original question. Is J. Cole number one? I can't. I can't do that. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the Get Your Bars Off podcast, everyone. We are your hosts with the most. Los, a.k.a. Papi I Know Black with the braids. And you got my man Ari over there. Stress. A.k.a. Stress Starks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> look at my well, man. Right now, man. Like, <laughs> I just want to have a smooth day, and I just get bombarded with tomfoolery. What you mean, tomfoolery, man? Cause y'all niggas just want to see me stress. Nah, let the Conway song, man. See stress, Real, man. man. Cause what? Nah, I'm not even about to keep playing with you, man. Nah, don't. Actually, it was a joke. I'm, I'm gonna take that as a joke. Just take I'm, it as, take it as a ha ha. Take it as a ha ha. I'm pulling your leg. I'm saying that you was joking. I'm saying that you was joking. You just wanted to, you know, say lighten the mood up. Yeah, yeah, I was, you know. See, see, he know me. See, see, I was just joking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to play some. I'm about to play something off the Indica's and Incense playlist because that's about to get burnt. Indica's and Incense because this nigga is wildin'. All right, let's 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 start with some. Uh... Yo, play some Marigold like that. That album I've been playing that shit heavy. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I actually wanted to chat about that. I've been listening to a lot of it also. Uh, let's play Too Bad I Forgot. Too Bad I Forgot. This is my shit. Can you hear everything? Everything good? Oh, I'm turning shit off. Who's this by? This is Alex Isley. It's such a great song about just really, like you'd be so lost in the moment. You'd be like, damn, where did you even come from? Is that how you felt five minutes ago? No, this is about love, not about where the fuck your dumb ass takes be coming from. Oh, this nigga said that shit was spice. Ooh. You got me feeling like Stevie A listening to these crazy ass young niggas coming up here with their crazy. Yeah, I feel like Stevie A listening to Will Kane right now. Are you calling yourself Stevie A Smith? I'm calling you Will Kane. Oh, no, don't call me that white man, first of all. Because you know, you know he'd be saying some off the wall shit. If anything, I'll be Damian Woody. Pause. That's his name. That's your man, New England Patriot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't like his last name. I don't like his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Seem like Jared would try to give a banana backwood. <laughs> Jared banana backwood. <laughs> he really gonna kill me one of these days. That banana backwood strong, ain't it? We supposed to have a truce. <laughs> Said that nigga had the, the divots in his floor. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why'd you do that? <laughs> you started with me, man. This is my bro, man. Y'all some evil ass bullies. Says, like, th this, really? Pot meat kettle? Kettle meat pot. Cole, until you understand that you are the chats, you know what I'm saying, wallow. Until you understand that Yo, you are, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's not too far off. I'm trying to, he, won't, he needs to embrace it. I'm that's not even high yet. I'm not even high yet. I need to get high. You know what I'm saying? The wise words of a poet, you know what I'm saying, from a great movie. Roll up. Try to get high. Roll up. Try to get high. I love DMX and Belly, bro. Like, he really should have got something. Like, for that to be his, like, first time being on, like, TV and nigga just bodying that, like, nah, nah. We, like, he should have got something, like... NAACP award image, something, my nigga. Like, why would he get an NAACP award? He was gonna kill basically Kalisha Baz, damn near. Let's do he's gonna kill, bro. His role was so amazing, though, bro. Like, you ever seen Never Die Alone? Yes, I have. I feel like his character and belly walked so that character never, never die, never die alone could run. You ever watch Exit Wounds, huh? 
Exit Wounds is my favorite yes, DMX I, movie. I probably don't like to go back and watch it. No, I don't really don't. You don't like it? Not really. Only like, only like the like. I don't like collab Steven Seagal movies. Oh. I like solo Steven Seagal movies. You remember the one where he had like the the Hawaiian or the Indian um, concubine with him? Not really. I forgot what it was called. I think it was like Heat or some shit. The one John I remember like mainly, and I think most people do, was like, I think it was like something like they had killed his wife. Beat him down, then he had to get like his body. He had to get back healed and shit, and go after the people that killed his wife. I gotta, if I gotta look, you know, he got so many fucking movies, bro. Like Steven Seagal, he that nigga is like that's John Paul Van Damme, Steven Seagal or Nicolas Cage. Ooh, I'm gonna have to go with Nicolas Cage just because that nigga, he's iconic, bro. Face off, face off is God's here. Gone in sixty seconds. God's here. Come on. Man. Am I tripping or above the law and hard to kill has literally the same exact cover? It's just because Steven Seagal is just doing the same thing. Look it up. Just look look up Steven Seagal and look at his movies, and you will see that they are literally the same thing. Oh man. It's literally the same exact picture. Above the law, and what's the other one? Hard to kill. Jesus Christ! Nigga is literally the same exact cover. Two years separated. And then the nigga, like, he don't even look like that no more. That nigga's like a sheriff in Texas or some shit now. Yo. If like if everybody goes to settle to be a damn sheriff, oh my god, they had old DMX in this Beyond the Law movie. Shout out to shout out to him for holding his niggas down though. You know what I'm saying? If you was in a movie with me before, I fuck with you again. Nigga always gave my song. No, not my song. He always gave Drag On a role. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know I'm saying he was he was Rough Rider for life. He always gave Drag On a little little side role. Side shout out to X man. R.I.P. Man. Yeah, but my, I think the joint I was talking about, I think, I think it was, it might have been, it was either Hard to Kill or, no, I think it was, uh, I think it was Hard to Kill. I think that was the one. Yeah, this was the GOAT one, I believe, yeah. And police detective uncovers ties amongst corrupt cops, the mob, a hit is ordered on his family during the attack, his wife is killed, and yep, yep, and he got to come out with the coma, and he come back whooping that ass, yeah. This is it right here. Hard to kill. This was that shit, bro. I used to come on USA, like random times, whatever. And I'd just be sitting here like. Steven Seagal played a lot. Yeah. In his movies, he played as the hero that was battling against corrupt cops. What yeah. is he now? A cop. Yeah, but doing it the right way. Or so we think. The babyface cop. No, random. It was fucking. I was remember I was telling you about the Quiet Storm DJ here. He, mm -hmm. Like my cousin told me that this nigga ended up being a fucking sheriff himself. Yeah, it must be a it must be a bag of like you see. I told you, my girl knew him from Kenesha. Like niggas getting that that sheriff bag. It must be something out there on them on them goddamn lonely roads. Shaq Shaq was a sheriff for a little bit too. Yeah, he almost got our nigga fucking currency locked up. 
Come on, Sheriff Shaq. You don't want to do that. Come on, Sheriff Shaq. He don't hurt nobody. <laughs> you shot the sheriff, but the sheriff couldn't shoot back because he couldn't shoot free throws. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I do not think about this shit prior to the podcast. <laughs> I just literally have a, a literally a 10 year old's mind sometimes. <laughs> but that's enough um, random banter and shit, man. I mean, bro, how's your week been so far? Well, I mean, let's tap in real quick. We ain't, we ain't do that in a while. How's your uh, week? You know, so my, my week been straight, man. Just, you know, I. Working at this new job, man. You know, I'm a reality I'm a, after the mania high. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, and no one at my job listen, listen watch wrestling. So it's just me. You know, I understand. It's me just chopping it up with y'all about it because they they ain't watching that. I can't even tell. Hey, what you do this weekend, man? It was so amazing. What happened? WrestleMania. What's that? <sighs> like I just had to tell them about like my sister's birthday party because they, they they could relate to that. At least, right. Nah, I just been chilling, man. You know, I, I see. I'm, I'm gonna see therapist on Tuesday, man. So that's gonna be another. Happened lately, like I'm, I'm, I gotta start because I'm just had to get my custom to my new schedule of work. It's cool. Like it, it's, it's, it's different because I've never done it. So this is like a first, thing, a first. It's like a first for me, but it. it it feels good, man. Like it just—I don't know. Like having like a third party. Like I'm biased to everything. Is there any things that you thought prior going into therapy that was kind of like uh, any thoughts or questions you had about therapy, like just the idea of therapy that were answered, or are there any things that you, you know, what I'm saying would I guess advise to somebody who's having a problem with that jump to go? Well, as far as advice, I mean. Everybody's different. I'll say that. I'll preface it by saying everybody's different. Uh, what I've come to notice is that some people would much rather not do therapy and would much rather just deal with their problems either amongst their circle or internalize it or just let it build up. And, you know, and I was guilty of that. I used to do that. So what therapy helps you with is kind of holding up a mirror. Right. Front of you, and pointing shit out to you that more or less, you know, we're there. You just never noticed about you. Not necessarily bad. It's shit that can kind of, you know, it, it it can unlock something, help you out down the line. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing that, bro. I'm really. Life I, is I, about I, pivots, you know. Oh, did you? Did you just did you try to do a pivot podcast quote? I might have. Shout out Channing Crowder. Ugh. Ugh, corny. Speaking of man, how do you, I mean we was chatting a lot about it a little bit before? So I mean, what what's your thoughts on the whole situation? Now, mind you, just disclaimer: I love the chat. I love the pivot podcast. My favorite podcast out right now, other than ourselves. Um, so I'm not about to be jumping on the board. Was like, oh. Fuck these guys, whatever, whatever. I'm still gonna watch it after, right. but I do think Channing Tatum was wrong. I will say that I'm not. Yeah, about to do that. I'm not even about to do that. I'm not even about to do that because we don't know what type of women he pulled. He probably pulled women better than us. He's a national football player, so I'm not even about to do that. 
but neither here nor there, I do disagree with what his stance was, but I can kind of understand where it formulates, you know, whereas like we can only, we can only make opinions really of what we observe throughout life, what we study, what we observe, what we look into all that stuff with the whoop. And through, if I'm, if I'm a kid, I'm doing from the hood or living a fast life, whether it be in sports or in the streets, most of the time you don't see a woman, you know what I'm saying, going for a dude of, you know what I'm saying, like I said, living a fast life, got the money cars, whoop de whoop and then just, you know what I'm saying, not saying up and leave, but, you know what I'm saying, leave and go for a more chill lifestyle. No, they probably find something still within that realm to kind of keep that lifestyle up. But in this case, you know, you see her Sierra celebrity go through the situation with future and then move on to something to Russell Wilson. And she's looking happier than ever and all of that such. Now, mind you, when we see a Russell Wilson compared to future, it's a night and day reserved outside. You know what I'm saying? And that's only off what we see. We don't know these guys personally. Got to make that disclaimer because people be acting like they do. Right. But you don't know these niggas. Right. I don't know these niggas on the internet. I don't know them. It's okay to give your opinion if you don't know these niggas. Like, just say it. Stop acting like you do, though. Right. You don't you know, know these niggas. I'm only going to get my opinion off what I deserve, observe. But once again, like you said, if I'm on a blog and I see one shorty, I know she like, she always like drug dealer type dudes, the ballers or whatever that whoop de whoop. She ain't, I don't even fathom her, fathom her coming my way. Now, if she does, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, hey, say less. I'm a, do what I got to do because I know I'm thinking for me, for a person who's always been in a situation where I always get to hear, oh my God, you're so different. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so different than what I usually deal with type stuff. Now, how do you take that? Why someone wants to move into a more chill, you know what I'm saying, relationship, you know what I'm saying, given what they had before. Not every woman wants that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of women that don't want. It's really a phase for most women. You know, like just the, I want to be in drive fast cars or do this and do that. I don't want to hold you. Guy. Like, a lot of that should be a phase yeah. for women. And I'm, once again, I'm not speaking. For, I can only go off what I observe. And a lot of times when you talk to a woman, Later in their twenties and such, they're like, I don't want that shit. No, I've been there, done that. That was it. Was all right, but that's twenties. Girls in their twenties that they like the fast life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, like I said, even you got some women in their thirties that still do. But once again, after a that are stuck, while, they're stuck in that mentality. Listen, listen, after a while, it gets old. Whether you're twenties, thirties, after a while, it gets old. You're not going to want to keep sitting there waiting. Um, team nights and trying to wait for them to see if you're gonna come home or you're safe and all right. at a certain point they get tired of it. Whereas, like, I want something damn near where I know what I'm getting, I know he's gonna be home, I know I can work, I don't gotta worry about him. And you know what I'm saying? Like, my peace is here, you right. know. And I think Sierra has found her peace, which she deems peace for her, given what she was going through prior. You can't, you can't. Sit there and 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 try to describe what somebody's chaos is, you know, to what what their chaos is will only equal to what they find what their peace is. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in a motherfucking war-ridden country all my life and shit like that, and I just happen to move into motherfucking, I don't know, 
Nigga was in Ukraine. Newport, Newport News, Virginia, or some shit like that. What's what's bad there might be minuscule to what he deals with over there. So he might find peace in that shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't you can't judge what somebody's peace is, given what their chaos was before, you know, and what what Sierra's chaos was before. She found that piece in Russell Wilson where, okay, this dude has, he has, he understands my lifestyle. He has his head on straight, successful, nice looking dude. And then she, he probably just loves the fuck out of her. Like, you seen what he said, how he bagged her? Huh? He said it on, I don't know what podcast he was on, but he, it came out this week where he had, he had um, a beat up wallet. And he put the beat up wallet on their first date on the table. And Sierra looked at him and she was like, Oh, this ain't this ain't gonna work. This ain't this ain't gonna this is gonna fall apart. And and she's looking at the wallet. And he tells her, he was like, you know what that wallet signifies? That wallet signifies consistency. That's what you'll get with me. Smooth as butter. That's a Don't bar. call that man corny. That's not a corny line. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. It's a bar for your head tops. But nah, man, like I said, I don't know. I don't really subscribe to that shit. Like, I think it's kind of, I think calling him or even judging that relationship and that factor with that much passion is kind of corny in itself. Cause it's like you're so trapped into your, you know what I'm saying, amateur mindset and only the, the, the things you see inside your world. Once you get outside of it, you see these women that don't even really like that type of shit. It just shows you how immature the mind is sometimes where people, only stay within their realms of what they see as normal. You know, take that future fandom too far. Exactly, bro. Like, and I don't think Channing Tatum it probably was, but because he's looking at it in a money sense. You know what I'm saying? Channing Crowder. That's how much we respect that nigga. We don't even know his name of it. Oh damn, bro. Sheesh. Nah, 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 nah. That's that's fine because he <laughs> he he trying to slander Russ. So we, I mean. I mean, niggas been there, bro. Like, I've been in barbershops where that shit happens. Barbershop conversation. I'm not about to really, like, sweat it like that. All I'm going to say is I disagree. Like, I disagree. Like, I don't think Sun is corny. I don't think Sierra's corny or trying to, like, go at him for the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Uh, like, Sierra can make money on her own. She's a very, very likable face. She'd be on that motherfucking ABC. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, she just wants her peace, man. Like, you cannot judge what somebody's piece is if you don't know what the chaos was before. Future probably had her. <laughs> probably had her. Losing her mind. It was possibly dealing with some random girl messaging you, oh, Future was with, you know what I'm saying? Or And this is just all speculation. Yeah, no, definitely. It's all speculation. It's all speculation. Speculation and we just getting our jokes off. That's all. Yeah, man. But I just want to say, though, is you got a lot of, like, future fans out there that's, like, kind of, like, y'all niggas is gay. Yeah. I'm going to what it is. Like, some of y'all niggas is gay. I didn't think you was going to say it. I was waiting to say it. I didn't think we you was going to say it. We outside, bro. We outside. I'm <laughs> off work, man. I'm going to take a shot. The seatbelt is on. Fuck that. Niggas is really, like, on some weirdo shit, bro, where the fact that y'all are taking account two men's personalities and the fact that you're so infatuated with one man's personality that you think this woman should date this guy instead of this other guy you fuck him how about you go fuck him it's like the the, that's the what, creative that's player Here, you go fuck him then it's the creative player theory you ever seen the creative player theory where a woman tweeted this by the way 
where she was like, a nigga create a player in 2K, that's him creating his ideal man. That's gay. No, I was trying to make, was trying to make, make me make me with a six-pack. That's all. Some niggas don't do that. Oh, yeah, you got niggas out there trying to make uh, Odell Beckham Juniors and look type-looking niggas and shit. That's what I'm saying. It's really weird old shit out here, bro. Like, this this toxic masculinity shit is, is getting a little too far, bro, where niggas are starting to show their true colors, bro. It's starting to feel like the 80s again, damn near. Or like, the 80s? Bro, that's, bro, the 80s was wild pause, bro. Like, you got to think about a lot of the shit that got, like, was okay to say because I'm a manly man. Like he's you know, a man. Well, you see that you seen that WWE video where it's just a compilation of niggas saying wild pause worthy shit, and it just sitting there like, like being single care. for example. Hip hop is real. Talking about oh, the oh, rappers, all the rappers, and sitting there doing all of the oral things. I'm like, yo, bruh, why are y'all so comfortable talking like this? I'm not sitting there saying that it should be forbidden to talk about gay sex or whatever that nature but if you're not gay or partaking those actions of any sway shape or form why are you chatting about it or not just throw that pause in there but why are you even chatting about rappers sucking dick in jail well nah because you know like me sometimes i let some slip where you know it sound pause worthy i didn't mean for Bro, it sound that's pause not, no it's not it's not saying something like oh like some random shit, to the white random, a random everyday quote, and it just niggas say this. No, that man sat there and tried to use some say, Oh, I seen the toughest niggas do this, this, and that, and sucking dick in the Oh, back. is that the same interview where he was talking about pull up your pants? Yes, and I'm like, Oh, shit. this is the way you want to go about that. Like, <laughs> like my man, oh we're looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. He did a way better job with it. Like, nigga, don't give me no fucking booty warrior story to think that's going to help. I ain't in jail. You was in jail. I wasn't in jail. Beanie Siegel was a booty warrior? You know, I don't plan on going. So I'm not even going to even think about what type of men was doing those things. This nigga called Beanie Siegel Fleece Johnson. No, I just say don't give me no booty warrior like type of fear. Like, that nigga said. I seen it talk like I don't want to keep repeating. And then, if he, and then if the interviewer questioned him, he would have been like, "You not qualified to talk about that." That's what I'm saying, bro. Where it's just like, yo, some dudes just be really, really, really. Oh, where it's like, oh, I'm comfortable in my sexuality. All right, that's cool and all. I'm glad you are, but that still sounded wild, weird, bro. Like he was, he was describing it in detail. And just, and then just to swing it back to what we're talking about, where it's just like, yeah, <laughs> we wear all. Oh. Well, no, I'm just talking about where dudes in the sense of like what their idea of masculinity is and all of that such where it starts to become kind of like, do you want to fuck this dude or what? Like, yo, y'all sounding real weird. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like these dudes like Future has this and this and he's cool. And he got this. Or shit, she should be with him. Russell don't got none of this. He just Once again, didn't you go fuck him? Russell's a multi-billionaire. Billionaire. Since the prime of his career. Billionaire's a stretch. He just got his racks from Denver. That's not big. Kanye just became a multi-billionaire. Because he has two billion, so that's one and one. So that's multi. <laughs> What's better than one billion? Two. Two billion. 
Yeah, shout out Yay. Shout out Crazy Yay, man. You got you, you got to call Crazy Yay like Crazy K from uh, Tales in the Hood. Man, we didn't address this last pod. The Grammys are nasty. Wow. Virgil Abloh, hip hop fashion designer. Oh, that was real? That was real, big dog. That was crazy. Oh, wow. Damn. Niggas be, got a, niggas fight to become head of Louis Vuitton just to still be diminished. Wow. Wow. Insane. Insane, wow. bro. I had that's, to put that out because I'm like, where like where we try to bring our culture to something or give our culture a, a, a bit of something that we haven't been able to experience or wasn't curated for us. Now it's all hip hop shit. But when you see all these white kids wearing it, it's just it's, fashion. It's fashion. It's designer. It's designer when the white kids are wearing it. But when we're wearing it, oh, that's hip hop designer. That's don't pull it like don't put a label on it. Don't diminish this nigga's legacy. You see what I say? We're putting that label on. When we, when we were talking about with the genius documentary when you mm-hmm. ain't said that. Like, don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Like that shit is so fucking corny, man. Like, damn, man. Yeah, no, that was real. The Grammys were on some nasty shit. Legacy, it won't. It will never kill the legacy. Because shout out to Vert, like what he did with them fucking Air Force Ones before he left this earth is crazy. Yeah, the off whites, that off white, off white Air Force Ones. No, I'm talking about the recent, just the LV joints he dropped, where he's just been sending them out to people. He got like mad different flavors, but it just shows you how like impactful this dude was in our culture. Our culture is not. Hip hop. This is the black culture. Hip hop is a part of that. You know what I'm saying? But this yeah, is that's the another. Pop. That's another thing too. I don't like how they bunch black culture with hip hop. We have black. We have black R and B people. Black R and B singers. Yeah, black rock stars. But you know, since Elvis took all of their shit, they don't get recognized. Talk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Matt Comey told us on on um what was it? The West Side Record. Um, uh, lifestyle and AI like a young magnum opus. You talking about how Elvis stole uh Muddy Waters flow? Oh, that too. That too. I'm sorry. I like the other line too though. Cracks keep the lifestyle and AI like a young Lisa Lopez. Ooh. Shout out Matt Comey, man. Now that was a that was a pretty for that line when he said that shit. That That's crazy. why genius don't don't he don't let his lyrics go on genius because it's got too much gems on them. He want to keep those. Well, I think it's something with like a DCMA type of thing where they don't. He he, it's on him. He doesn't allow that. Yeah, Larry June does the same thing too. I think he's been a little. I think he's kind of relaxed on it. But when I was trying to find some um some of his lyrics on the joint, I could not. But yeah, I think it really depends on if people. Like I know sometimes you're able to play the record on there, mm-hmm. on and I don't know if they get like paid for those streams, unless it's like streamed from Spotify or from Apple. But I don't I don't know if they get paid off of that or not. But to end off this Russell Wilson situation, I know we kind of spent on a little too much. Like I said, Russell Wilson, continue continue to do your thing. Blessings to you and your family, and continue to do what you've been doing and blocking all of this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Don't mind these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Channing Crowder, you know he was wrong for that. But once again, everybody has their opinions, and they're all rooted from somewhere. All you got to do is find out where that shit starts from. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us have been subjected to see 
the the joints in the hood who go for these type of dudes stay in that realm. Don't really look at a type of niggas like, oh, you corny, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I could see why that is. It's it comes from something. It's not just popping out the blue. You know, you're not in the streets. You corny. That's the fucked up part. Right. So when you take that to a when you take these niggas up from the streets with that mentality in, into celebrity fields and worlds like that, it's different. You know what I'm saying? When you see why, why is she ain't with me? Why is she with this Ed Sheeran nigga? Like, nigga, she probably Ed Sheeran give her something that she has peace with. You know what I'm saying? With Ed Sheeran nigga. Like, for real, bro. But anyways, man, let's move on to the next, man. Um, let's talk some snowfall. Oh yeah, bodies, the bodies, the bodies. Body yaddy 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 yaddy. No, no, that's not the theme song. That's not what he said. That's not the theme song. That's that's not what he said. I could have swore that's what he said. That's not what he said. You went left with it, man. I mean, I guess I deserve that. We started left with my little take, so. You sure? Hot girl shit. gonna play it, too. Yo, I hate this nigga so much, dog. Yo. <laughs> nah, Jared, this is pure. This is a uh, pure uh, chinchilla. You know what I'm saying? We, we killed it the other day. What is that, Alpaca? Is that, is that Alpaca? What is that Alpaca? Is it Velvet? Nah, I ain't gonna lie. It look like you got, like, you look like you killed a koala bear to get that shit on. <laughs> This nigga killed a koala bear for that shit. Oh my god, bro! Koala bears are so innocent. They look so smart, but they probably... people want my head. But you ever look at a koala bear? Trust we really about to get into the snowball shit. But you ever looked at a koala bear and be like, "Yo, they kind of look smart because I didn't be like depicting them on TV." But you see like a koala bear in real life, you just be like, "That's kind of debatable." Whoever, whoever's the you well, you have nieces, so I'm sure you saw. It. You ever see Zootopia? Yeah. You see how they depicted the sloth? Yo, that was my nigga. He was like, oh. He was, Yo, he was real slow. It's one of the greatest fucking animated movies I've ever seen in my life. No, facts. Disney snapped with that. Like, All facts. We're going to have to have a chat about that. Like Movies like that, Inside Out, Soul. Like These shits is a little deeper than Rat. But... Ratatouille, too. <sighs> Trying to, bro. 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 Bro, the Hooper man, crazy, bro. <laughs> so crazy, bro. All right, uh, see, that's, that's um, that's Jared. I need them uh, Chinese New Year J's in, in size 13. Now, let me know whenever some motherfucking I just, just let me know when some heat hit the goddamn shop, man, before you buy it. Nigga, I, seen, nigga. I seen them hardwood LeBrons, man. I seen the hardwood classics, bruh. That nigga was showing off Chinese New Year's the other day. I'm like, damn, nigga. My man, my man Gerard out here stepping. But um, pepper steppers. Yo, too. Yo, if you got time too, bro, pull up, man. Let us know about your um WrestleMania experience, too. That's man. Right, because he was there. Nah, yeah, Jared. We're gonna send that link over. Pause. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get to the snowfall recap real quick. Um, so we pretty much start the episode following up with um 
Jerome and Louis, well, Jerome proposing to Louis, getting married and about to get married and all of that such. And we literally moved to this wedding. Like the, the wedding is the episode. Well, I think so, Sissy, Sissy opened the show. Sissy opened it. Where were they? What was she doing again? She was in the park with the CIA agent. Yes, yes. And she was and, telling them, oh, it's a month away. And they fast forwarded a month. Jesus, they did? Yeah, because they she told the FBI agent it's a month away. And then the next scene was uh Jerome coming in, like, yo, I just got the tuxedo fitted. Damn. I haven't drank in three this days. I jumping like a motherfucker. Yeah, they they time jumping a lot. That's another complaint I have about this season. I mean, this is the only time they did it, like, because this season it only went like a year ahead, but in the middle, y'all just jump a month, like don't well, even put nothing on like month later yeah. or nothing. Like you couldn't, they didn't put nothing. No, no, yeah. You kind of had to like figure it out because yeah, because at the beginning she tells him it's a month from now, the next event where they're all gonna be. He's gonna have associates there. Oh wow, yeah, that was this is weird ass fucking writing this season. Sissy, sissy, damn, it pains me to say this, but she gotta go, dog. No, nah, she tried to, but everybody was. We'll get into it. So once again, Lou, Louis, Jerome, marriage, beautiful in the way that we will always see them getting married. Ghetto as fuck. Mm. Oh yeah, like you know. Well, remember he only said it like that because they their their chocolate Scully laced it with the LSD. No, they no, they ain't, ain't nobody had none yet. Ain't nobody had none yet. You sure? I promise you. Get your bars podcast. Do you want to feel more popular? Keep the promo code GVPWMJ3BPLPK1J5 for free to viewers today. Promotions rank. This nigga Reddit and the Veer Mahan voice. <laughs> Promotions rank system, nice prices, and more. Google us, get viewers pro. If you want to give up, add, write us, and we'll turn it off. I don't know what they tweeted. Sound like old boy from How High. Remember the dude from How High with the herpy on his whip? Mm -hmm. That was my best, like, African tourist, like, impersonation. That was African? Yeah. No, you got to sound like Omas. Do move. They're going to take that, please. Every time I sound like I'm like, D-Balls. <laughs> he has D-Balls. D-Balls. <laughs> 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 Rita Repulsa. <laughs> that nigga was sounding crazy. All right, man. Back, but I really want to do the snowfall recap because th this was a very interesting episode. So, like you said, we had the time jump. They pretty much let set a stone that you're gonna be seeing it. You're gonna be seeing Sissy and her situation going on. You know what I'm saying? Louis and Nate's situation, and we got pretty much Franklin having a one of the biggest self reflection moments he probably had ever in his life, and. Everybody else just kind of like playing side, you know, side characters, which they are, but just kind of just around. But the main people of this episode was Louis, Jerome, Sissy, and Franklin, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's about right, right? Yeah, because also people. was at the wedding. Yeah, and who was at the wedding also? Oh, no, Teddy, too. There was yeah, well, a Teddy, part. Like the second half of the episode, yeah. For yeah. Sure. But everybody's cooling. You know, so we get the I do's and all of that such. And did we just swing right over to old brother Scully? How and you doing? 
He's like, how you doing, young lady? You know what I'm saying? Just chilling, you know, asking about the fountain and such. And, oh, what y'all going to do with that? Oh, everybody getting this? Mm. Oh, that's cool. Word, word, word. Could you get me some water, please, man? Thank you. That nigga laced that shit like it was goddamn new shoes, new shoes, new shoes. Lace the fuck out of the motherfucker. Sound like but yo, was I expecting that? Nah. But when you when you think, but I'm such a fan of this the character Scully that it kind of makes sense he will want to see how this whole crowd is like him. Like I thought it was gonna be just Franklin. I'm just, instead of everybody saying Scully high, Scully can sit there and just watch. Like, look at y'all. But crazy. why though? I thought shit was squared away. Just a joke. It's just a joke, bro. That's it. It's no, it's no malice in that. We've seen that on multiple TV shows where everybody get to put the weed in the fucking pond, or you know what I'm saying? You know, you laced my mother, nigga. And she was lit. She was chilling. Nah, I don't. I don't think I see the joke in that. So I don't think I see the joke. If I'm Franklin, if somebody brought brownies with weed in them to a reception and everybody ate them and started joking, that's different. It's still lacing. You don't. You can't die from weed brownies, beloved. Did anybody die? Did anybody take high? Anybody take a high dosage? It was only on the. It was only on the chocolate strawberry. That's a fair point. That is That's what I'm saying. Point. It wasn't nothing really lethal. That's why I'm saying he wasn't really. Now this nigga just put like a pound of fucking like cocaine in this shit or something like. I guess I'm thinking like motive. What's his motive? He had the happy drug, man. It was. It, he wasn't. He wasn't. It wasn't no. Thank you, thank you, Kenneth. Because I was gonna say that quote. I'm glad you said that. Shout out to brother you Ken right there. Greater path right there. to kill your ego. Oh. So, so after that situation, actually spikes the situation and then everybody starts to experience it and such. But you see Franklin going on his little journey and such and he finds Scully and he's having that little conversation with him. And he tells him, you know what I'm saying? Me and your family have been bonded through death and now we're pretty much here to celebrate life. And he said, I will, I want to see that you got to kill that ego to, to walk greater path. You have to kill your ego. And I don't know if he meant to say that purposely or he, in a grand scheme, just wanted to see everybody loose and not so uptight. You know what I'm saying? But I think within that quote, it really hits Franklin. Like, who? that's who the quote really for. But yeah, for the yes. party in, in, in actuality, like, he just wanted to see everybody, you know what I'm saying? Put your egos down and just be free. Totally on a different type of spiritual yeah. type yeah. of shit. Yeah. After I mean, after the deaths and just drug usage and such, man, he probably has a, like his. He probably goes into wormholes of like deep thought. Nigga, microdoses on shrooms and shit. You be sitting, Egyptian lover, Egyptian. That's that's all still in my head from season. Three. What was the last season? Egyptian lover. Cause that nigga was getting done. Like, <clears throat> I was like, go ahead, Scully, turn up. But yeah, so we pretty much go through that um, that little situation. Which pretty much, once he says that, that sends Franklin on his path of reflection, where he has to literally get his ego beat the fuck up through this LSD trip, from having to pretty much repent for the Rob situation, 
having to 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 think about all of the different people he's has affected whether he think positively it all came out negative whether it been Wanda Leon his parents um fucking uh Kevin oh he saw Leon and Wanda like he interacted with Wanda and Leon while he was high and he was like yo like no he was, I he was, get it now no 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 he well he was coming down when he was with Leon but he was still high kind of when he was with Wanda Wanda looks really good I, I've been on this bandwagon since insecure. Son. I love, I love it. crazy. The, the 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 good teeth, thick lip combo is a is a killer to me. Wanda, is Wanda on any other shows? She is actually. Uh, uh, no, I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of somebody else. But she was on Insecure also though. Mm. Crazy dude from. Well, you don't really watch Tommy like that, but dude from that show, I didn't know he was the Arkansas niggas. Oh, he was the Arkansas husband. Yeah, remember we was just talking about them. He was throwing. He he was saying a lot. By the way, he was. Notice how Franklin went like this. Yeah, he was like, mm, you know, <laughs> Franklin, yeah. was like, you gotta relax. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't think that's really gonna. If anything, that'd be something, Teddy. If like. If that information gets wind to Teddy, then they're in trouble. I don't think they have to worry but about it. But had him. he heard CIA? Because remember what he did to Rob? Rob mentioned CIA and he had to ice him. Yeah, but look, once again with this episode, he's not he's not going down that path of what he did with Rob ever again. Because once again, it was like he called Reed. Well, let's let's take it beat for beat. Let's just talk about the Rob situation. I'm speeding. I'm speeding. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I really I thought this was the best part of the episode, like him going through his trip. Everything else was mid to me. No funny, like the rest of the episode was mid as fuck. But this shit with him going through his trip and having to really, literally sit with his issues and his ego, you know what I'm saying, and literally having to get checked by the different things in his life, whether it been his younger self, Rob, um, his mother. Like any those three situations all hit differently for let's say for Rob having to reflect on him, his sense of control. You know what I'm saying? Remember, we talked about it. Franklin's sense of manipulation, you always have to be in control of everything. You know what I'm saying? All that at the end. Right. We talked, about it, we talked about it last season. Mm-hmm. Right. And we've seen it, it started, it started, it started to hit his head now. So Rob checking him on that, like, yo, nah, I was I was good. You just felt like I had to, you know what I'm saying? I had to be gone. I would never did that to you. We, you, my nigga. Like, come on. He didn't say my nigga. <laughs> my nigga. Like, Yo, this ghost. You <laughs> gonna shoot him? And on that, and then Rob pulled the gun out on him and, and, and shot, shot him. him. That was crazy. I just loved how when he woke up and it's just the scaredness that when he woke up with his mom because you got to think he never did. He doesn't do drugs. Yeah, remember. Franklin does not do drugs. Not even weed. You never right. saw him do anything. He is like a novice. A novice, right? This nigga's is dressed like an NXT tag team. Who's the Janetti? Me or Ari? Who, who's the Nash Carter? Me or Los? Hey, yo. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> yo. Oh, oh shit! Oh. oh shit! This nigga Jared said, "Lowe's got ten bricks right now." 
He got oh, 10 Yo, keep it low. Keep it low. Yo, man. For, should, should we hit him? Uh, we gonna hit him with the braids at the end of the episode. We show my braids at the end of the episode. Come on. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, so he goes through that situation with Rob. That he, he wakes up from that. Then the next situation is pretty much him having to deal with him and his him his girl. You know what I'm saying? Her pretty much asking him about like, can you be able to handle being a father and a, a gangster or a killer and a businessman? You trying you to balance it. You came. It was something before that. Please go go. I knew it was something before. Go ahead. Um, she went to go see Kane at like some bar and oh, that was, she, yeah, that was early. Yeah. Yeah, I was like the begin, like towards the beginning, I think. And she basically tells him because remember last episode, Franklin told him, told her that there was a truce and everything was okay and that he's working for him. And she did a part of her didn't believe him. So she she's got I mean, she didn't. She went over, she went over to see him and she was like, Yo, is this the truth? Are you guys okay? Is he working for you? And Kane told him, Kane told her, Yo, you ain't got me to worry about. I'm and I paid attention to that. He was what very specific. I, what do you say? He said, Leon, me I ain't Leon, the one you gotta worry about. Well, he was saying, like, yeah, Leon made the deal. I'm gonna hold my end up to it. So I did, mm -hmm. I paid, but he was like, yo, like you said, I'm we good on my side. I'm good. Yeah, we're good on my side. I'm glad you spelled the last word wrong. Coffee and you know, crema. I'm glad you spelled it wrong because you know the role you've been on. Who, Jared? Jared, remember, remember your month. Of just oh, nigga, I botched that DNA interview. Please don't remind me. Please don't remind me. I'm gonna rob your ass. <laughs> I botched that DNA interview. Rob your ass. I'm gonna rob your ass. You're gonna rob me. I'm gonna rob you. Yo, Snowfall fans gonna catch that bar. I gonna catch that. Yo, that might, I'm not gonna rob you, but I'm gonna rob you. Yeah, Basically, Kane reassured her that she was, you know what I mean? Because she asked him, is me and my baby going to be okay? And Kane basically reassured her, you're going to be all right. I made the deal. Everything is kosher on the side. Right. But I ain't going to lie. But if I was going to lie, I would say that I still think that she was a great addition for, like, a girlfriend. But I ain't going to lie and say she is growing on me. She's like, suspect. Jesus. No, it's not even a suspect. Just that scene made me like, okay, I like her. I kind of like her with Franklin. Like, I haven't seen somebody with this best interest in Franklin's life since his fucking mother. And even that is in question. Well, let's let's keep moving. So we go to we move past that back to the party. Everybody's on tripping. I was really looking like a fucking GTA Five like mission. Remember the mission. We go see James Wood in a park and shit, and he got him smoking the weed, mm -hmm. and everybody's just mad clowns and shit. And wherever you come back, everybody just high and chilling and shit. Like it's an acid trip. You're an acid trip. This party looked like Leon on on fucking acid is cool as shit. If you didn't think this nigga was already cool, this nigga's even more cooler on acid. He's That's the whole thing. We gonna get on like, thing like that. I wanted to be in that conversation. Like, put me on that bench with him and Avi, high as fuck. Them niggas was talking about some shit. Did you peep Avi's necklace? It's a bullet. And then I put it together. I'm like, yo, he's an arms dealer. Duh. Oh, it was just a bullet. Oh, that's it? Oh. It was a bullet around his neck. And then I'm like, yo, he's an arms dealer. It makes sense. Oh, yeah. But yeah, man, that was they was talking about some real that just how you pretty much have to when it's it's a it's what he was going putting them on to, in my opinion, is those real stages. 
like when you're an OG, a real world travel person has to really put that person who's fine in their consciousness, like kind of kind of steer it in the right direction. Cause once again, like I always say, when you're just putting giving yourself so much information and taking so much information, you're gonna be overwhelmed to a point where it's just like, what else? What is it I can do? You know what I'm saying? And I think with Leon, he was in a space where it's like, all right, nah, fuck these white people, protecting my fam, protecting my people at all costs. You know what I'm saying? He said, bullet of the ballot. Right, right. So nothing wrong with that mindset at all, right? So, damn, where the fuck is my ashtray? I'm sorry. Ashtray, bitch. This nigga lost his ashtray. He sound like Dashiki. Oh, ashtray. Oh, here we go. Behind the boom. Nigga sound like Dashiki and don't be a menace. Ashtray. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, just tell him like, yo, you to really, to really see the world and become world and really want to do the things you're doing, you gotta get out of here. You gotta see the world to really attack those issues that are going on that you feel. Because once again, like my uncle told me, like, yo, our problems is people going through problems that we're going through in multiple countries. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen the people of of fucking Palestine, you know what I'm saying, sending information on how to get the mace out of your eyes with milk to the people in Ferguson, fucking warmed my heart so amazing. It just shows you once again that people of common struggles can come together. But you wouldn't know that if you're only thinking locally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People of Palestine are not just thinking. They see our problems going on over here, too. So you right. know what I'm saying? I think that's what Avi was trying to put. Like, no, you got to get out of here to really, really... You know what I'm saying? Gain the knowledge you're looking for. And I can't wait to see Leon going on that go on that path. I think that's gonna be his. I hope that's his swan song. You know what's fucked up? Please don't, please don't Sharif my nigga. They're gonna Sharif him. Don't Sharif my nigga, bro. One thing I noticed about movies like the hood movies or like these type of shows. Is it John Singleton? Oh, what if John Singleton is. is already written in place? Like oh the nigga that's trying to change his life around is the one that always goes. Sad. I love that conversation with him and Avi and um that shit. But said move to the next situation. We talked about um Lee, we talked about uh Franklin and Rob. We talked about Franklin and um Veronique. Fred talked about Franklin and his moms. How do you feel about that situation where she I feel like she was about to tell her what was going on, but she came she like motherly instincts ran into the place yeah. and then she ran out and she grabbed because I guess dude was a waiter. Oh, no, no, no. Well, she she made sure she took care of Franklin first before anything. And then she feels bad. She was about to tell him, like, yo, you doing it. She kind of went about it the wrong way, where she was like, yo, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. You should stop. Right. Where it's like, hey, whoa, what the fuck? Like, because you'd be like, nah, I ain't trying to hear all that shit. Right? I got mashed on you trying to tell me about my, I ain't trying to hear that shit right now. Low key, she sound, and I mean, with all due respect to Mrs. Barksdale, how I remember her. She sound like a hypocrite because wasn't she helping him too in the real estate end of it? Yeah, but you know how moms be, bro. At the end of the day, they just want what's best for their child. If they see their child is really good at something, they're going to support it. If they see it starting to become bad for it, they're going to want to snatch them out of it. You know, like that's just how moms be, bro. That's how mom. That's why I can relate to their relationship so amazing. I understand it. She's doing this because of the dad. She's doing this because of Alton. She she felt she she was. That's but still no, that's just, her husband. That's another catalyst. You know what I'm saying? Alton and having to move and dealing with all this crazy that you know, she was not expecting nothing. She was just expecting his just to go to college and, you know what I'm saying, probably get into business with her. That's all. Right. She just wants her son to be alive at the end of the day. She just wants her son to be alive at any cost she can. Yeah. 
and she just finding different ways to go about some might be the wrong way now she's but she's trying to find a way to go about the right way now she's seen once he flipped on her was like oh no he's not the person this is not franklin this is him franklin anymore i need to just cease all of this shit and get back to you know what i'm saying she just wants to get back to square one and she's gonna go the best way about it where it's just addressing it front on you know what i'm saying but that whole situation went awkward. He got out of there. She's just confused. Leon, you know what I'm saying? Comes and brings her in the car. car where she's trying to explain to him. You know how you had that old lady be like, they're all killing us. They're ready to kill us all. All right, Miss Johnson. Like- Wait, all right. Let's get you back in your seat. That's pretty much what it was. Like she was about, she was telling you everything y'all niggas needed to hear, but y'all wasn't trying to hear it right there because y'all was too high mm-hmm. and thought she was high too. Um, and then the last but not least for uh, Franklin, his call to Teddy. <laughs> I love the way they did this scene where it's like he's ta- he's he's acting like he's talking to he's him. He's in the room with him. The the audio of it is the phone call audio. So when he's talking, you're hearing like phone call audio. Yeah. That was dope. That was some I I haven't seen that before. That was some dope uh editing right there. Oh, that nigga he's gonna put him on a t-shirt. Yeah, he was pretty much like, yo, I know how this is going to go down, which we all have predicted, you know, say found ways to predict of how this is going to end. Was it either he sets him up, put him in jail, or kill him? And he, Franklin said, yo, I feel like this nigga going to try to keep going by what from this nigga. He going to try to kill me. So I'm going to take you out before you take me out. But we good right now. But just whenever that time is, let's let you know. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. So Does that make Teddy the bigger antagonist? Make who? Does that because right now Kane is the antagonist? So does that make Teddy the actual like, antagonist? I don't even know if I can how I feel about Kane anymore. Cause like with this whole heightening of this, like you said, Teddy and Franklin situation, do I even even care about Kane? He's man boy. He's another man boy. Is he even a threat anymore? Now that they He's kind of boy. pretty much neutral, like you said, net neutralized it. So that was kind of weird. Like this has been really up and down. Well, scene. no, not only neutralized it, but at the end. We saw uh, Buckley pull up and on um. Well, not well, actually, that's even worse. But so he uh, he's pulling up. He gave Teddy no telling what time it is. We move on to um him and Louie and him just going on his apology tour around the sheet. He he apologized to Leon for the way he was acting towards him and understanding where his first place is now in the, in the world and understanding why he don't want to be in the game. Tapping in with Louie, same thing. Understanding like yo. I, I, I know I was getting, you know what I'm saying, over, over, you know, I was getting big headed pretty much. And I wanted to, you know what I'm saying, start over. And she was like, no, nah, nah, I'm still good. <laughs> I'm still good. <laughs> you see what she said, though. She kind of, remember what Scully told him about the, um, the path. Mm-hmm. The greater path is when you loosen your ego. At the end, she tells him, I think I'm going to get my, I think I'm going to forge my own path. So I think it's still kind of it was like a nice bow for that episode because it, it tied it all in kind of. Yeah, because she's been she's keep re- reiterated that like yo, I'm I'm trying to do my own thing. I'm trying to build my own. You've already you already did your thing. I see how it went good, bad, and ugly. Now I know what to do on my own, and I'm gonna go do that, you know. And Franklin just has to sit with that and has to understand that yo, you can't control everything anymore. Mm-hmm. You've lost control pretty much, you've lost it. Um, I think two. it's two more. I believe they've uh, Kevin nine and ten. Ten they usually do ten a season, so it's looking like it's a wrap. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, t- 
Teddy and his shorty pretty much getting ready for that situation. I feel like Teddy was getting all the documents he can to cover himself and all of that nature. Like nobody wants to line Who's up. House in? That he was, I feel like he was getting his shit like in, in line and to cover himself. Mm. Well, he, was he was in somebody's house taking pictures. That's what I'm saying. I, we don't know who house he was in. Might have been Franklin's or might have been somebody crib, but he was definitely making sure he he is covered. He, and I, I ain't gonna lie, I love his shorty. His shorty is with the shits. You seen she was playing with herself all over the walkie? Really playing with herself. She was just joking. To oh, I thought I, that's why I say I like. She's really like a troll, like a motherfucker. But nah, man. This next episode, they're they're trying to go out with a bang, but it's. It's they don't just, have to. They have one more season going on right now, where it's just like y'all got a lot of random shit going on, where it's just really not needed. I'm gonna keep it tall between this tiger shit and everybody getting high off LSD to, to spill out their feelings. This season's kind of weird. Real like this season really should be titled Grand Theft Auto because it's a lot of Grand Theft Auto esque type shit. No fall Atlanta, like for real. Like they really, really got a lot of Grand Theft Auto type shit going on, where it's just like this is wild, random, but whatever. But like I said, we got two more episodes, and we, we hopefully they end strong, man. But that is our snowfall recap for the week. Next, we are about to go tap in with our boy Gerard of Conversations at the Shop. He happened Ooh. to be at WrestleMania 38, which was in Dallas at the AT&T Stadium. He was up there live in effect, man. We are going to get his um thoughts and his recap of the event, man. Let's bring him on now. You're, what's going on, Gerard? What's good, brother? Get the screen set up for you. Jerry was shaking, man. You know, I gotta butcher your name. I've known you for years. I feel for you, Jerry, not Gerard. As a person who's been getting his name butchered for years, I, I feel your pain, bro. Y'all, y'all the only niggas that let do this shit. So hey. I, feel so I feel your pain, bro. I, I get Ariane, Arian, like Arian, all of that shit, bro. I feel just call me Ari. That's what I be doing. Just call me Ari, yo. Call me Ari. But yo, yeah, Mania 38, you was outside. <laughs> I was, I was, I was there. It was first time going to a mania, bro. So it was everything you think it would be, or that you thought it would be. It was, bro. Like just having that, having that feel of being like a kid again at a wrestling event, man. And oh. you don't, you know what's crazy? You don't think you think you're a wrestling nerd. Until you're around a bunch of wrestling nerds. How many niggas with belts did you see? Nigga, everybody had belts. bro. Like four four hundreds. I saw a nigga with three belts. Yeah, that's a rack. Easy. That's a rack. All right, so check this out. So this all the belts I seen this weekend. I saw the Fiend Universal Title belt. I saw the big gold built. I saw the smoking skulls built. I saw Brock, the Brock Lesnar joint. A nigga had the Brock Lesnar. Uh, Undisputed? Yeah. That's the first, the first joint already. Brock Lesnar belt? The one that Triple H had first. No, I'm talking about the WWE built with the Brock Lesnar plates on the side. Oh, they got the oh okay. No, they do when got, you they do got like that where you could just buy it with the plates because you could buy the plates oh. too. Yeah. Uh, creative. I said the smoking skull built. Yeah, you you knew you had to see that one in Texas. The, the, the IC built, the white strap joint, the Cody joint, the million dollar built, uh, big gold, 
I seen I think that I seen the Universal build the red yeah, one and the blue one. Twenty four seven. Oh, I saw that too. Seven, yes, let's 24, go. 24. You should them up for it. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you see any suitcases? Yeah, you see any money in the bank briefcases? Mm. Seen a nigga dressed up as Sting, Flair, Hogan, uh, Macho Man, Roddy Piper, uh, Naomi, Alexa Bliss. Was this a nigga dressed up as Naomi? Yeah, no, was I was it like, was a chick. Come on. It was a chick. It was a chick. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm about to cry, bro. I'm just seeing all the people <laughs> that I seen dressed up, bro. I seen chick dressed up like Naomi, a chick dressed up like Alexa Bliss. I seen a uh, a Nikki Ash. Uh, what That's else a real did I see? Right there. I saw a Dusty Rhodes polka dots and all. That's fire. Like the singlet. That's yeah. Fire. Oh, that's dedication. <laughs> hey, <laughs> niggas, niggas was out there. Uh, that's fire. I mean, you going to Maine? You turn it up. Like, yes. <laughs> was he fat? Yeah. Oh, oh white, no. Had the white, mean. had the white hair. Everything. Oh, he just knew Cody was showing up. He just. How did Jared? How was that live? By the way, um, like because right. at the crib, I popped. All right. So let's start off from the beginning of the show. What was yeah, the beginning cool. of the show? Saturday. Saturday was. Who started the show on Saturday? Usos? Usos, Usos and Nakamura and Boo. Usos come out. They pop. Niggas, everybody got their ones up. Shit was dope. Nice little quick match. Uh, Boo's got hurt, but I think he was already hurt. I don't think, you know. Uh, Damn. That they shit was really dope. He wrestled injured. They really wanted that nigga on Mania. He wanted that um, WrestleMania check. Shit. No, they did. They wanted that guitar riff. We don't give a fuck what you do. You're going to get that guitar hey, riff. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When they came out and did it, bro, and the whole crowd was singing that bitch. That's all they wanted. That's all they wanted. <laughs> yeah. They give a fuck about that. Dog. tripped and fell out of stage. That, that nigga shit was... and fell and got injured right after that. They would say, as long as we got that guitar, we good. Damn. Yeah, that shit was dope. Uh, the. Nobody really cared too much about the about Charlotte and Ronda that night, bro. It was actually a fight that happened in the crowd around oh. that match. Puffs, yes. <laughs> details, details. I couldn't tell. I couldn't see who, like, what was going on, like where I was sitting. It the fight was like off to the side, like down in the lower section, and. You just know the whole crowd stood up while the match was going on. It was like rubbernecking. Yeah, like ain't nobody care about that match. Um Bianca Becky. Yeah. Bianca Becky was dope. Uh Becky pulling out in the Tahoe. Everybody that was, that was pretty dope. She pulled yeah, up she, in the Tahoe. That's some real That was a Tahoe. I, I believe that was a Tahoe. That's um, some real white people shit. <laughs> like the new the new Tahoe's or the new Suburbans, one or the two. Yeah, we pull um, up in the new Suburban. <laughs> like, yeah, JBL. Right. JBL. Yeah, that was, when she hopped out the joint, everybody was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then Bianca, I say she upped her up with the Texas Southern band. Dated, yo, I bet some white people that was sitting there they didn't understand that shit. Let me what, tell is what, let what, me is tell what is this, Molly? What is this? Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all my experience with WrestleMania. Hey, some of you wrestling fans, bro, 
You're racist. Ooh. You're racist as shit. Fuck your shit, bro. You now we were sitting there, and you heard everybody going crazy for Becky, and they was happy about the, you know, her entrance was cool. It was, you know, this, that, and the third. Bianca come out with a whole marching band, whole HBCU band. Oh, she's doing too much. Just come to the ring already. Mm. Like, God damn. That's how we do it. That's how we doing it. Wow. Jerry, it is Texas. It's Texas. Shots. Man. Shot, anywhere, shot, shots. It's Texas, anywhere. Jared. Like it, <laughs> Shit, you were in Texas. You know how it is. If it was in New Orleans, definitely would have been a different vibe. Facts, they would have been lit. It would have been lit. Man, yeah, see, man, yeah. that's why I love but, Bianca. That's why I love that's why I love Bianca's the, the new days, even Apollo Crew. We're gonna just we're gonna push this blackness right in y'all face. <laughs> right. Smack it, right in y'all face. Get man. it going, get it going. Then Seth came out and everybody was singing Seth music, which was dope. What do you think of the lingerie he had? I didn't know it was lingerie. I, I still hadn't watched, well, I mean, watched <laughs> WrestleMania back yet. The, oh, I gotta watch it. Look, I gotta watch it back with the com, with the commentary, bro. Because like, I ain't we ain't get no commentary in the stadium, so like mm. we were just we with the fields, bro. So yeah, like I had good seats where I was sitting it, but I ain't had. I ain't had good enough season to know that that was lingerie. Yeah, you had that perfect <laughs> shot, like right. <laughs> he was clowning that nigga. Yeah, he but, definitely was up there looking like Donna, like Donna Summer. Like it was I'm crazy. Off, I'm off Saturday, so I'm gonna take the time to actually watch WrestleMania both nights throughout mm-hmm. the day, and oh, yeah. you know, watch it with the That's eight hours. I'm gonna skip through some matches. Don't don't get Hell it. Hell yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I've it's, seen them already. I just need to see someone with the commentary. Like, watch the ones you you be there for a good two hours. You be there. So when Cody came out, bro, and everybody was trying to figure out who it was, and the pop, you know, he had fireworks come up first, and then next thing you know, smoke come out, and you hear his voice. Well, we really couldn't hear his voice, but you heard his voice on the playback because uh, mm-hmm. I watched part of it. But you hear his voice back on the playback, and it's like, oh shit, this shit really happening. It's Cody. Everybody go crazy. Eh. Everybody been saying it was Cody. So like the actual surprise element wasn't there, but it was still dope to see Cody back in the WWE ring. It's just a confirmation people behind you. Everybody's a prediction god and all of that such. So once they seen it, they was like, okay, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. You know what I'm saying? That's we was talking about the last episode, like it. What do you think? Because we, we never we never asked you about that. Like him being the first person from AEW to jump ship, the irony in that. Um, we never know the true story, but I mean, probably one day we will. But I mean, oh, I would say we go, all know. Go watch the media scrum. It, it definitely will answer a lot of questions. Money, money, money talks. Yeah, and that's he was like, "Yo, man, like I had a baby, and it was like I need money." And it's like, like the thing is, Tony would give it to me, and the, he said contract issue was nothing. It's just I need that shit right now. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I need that shit now. All right, all right. Okay. at the end of the day, which I've said this, I believe I said this in off the roads before, bro. Mm-hmm. 
every single wrestler's dream, no matter what you say, no matter what they say, is to be in the WWE. They're the URL. This is where the big boys play, bro. They're the URL. Like Can I rebuttal that, though? Mick Foley did say something that I believe is very telling to, to today's culture versus what you said, how people thought about WWE and its aspiration to be there. I don't think it's like that high anymore. Whereas, like, what you aspire for to see in WrestleMania, like the WrestleMania 17s and not the classics that you grew up on and wanting to be a part of those moments. And then as you grow up and now with the internet, we're so more in tune to what everything is going on and leaks and all of that such now, whoop de whoop, firings and all of that. I just think the aspiration to be like, yo, I need to be in w or WWE's a spot is it's not like a hundred percent like it was before. Whereas like now I think we're getting to a space where it's getting back to like the territories where it's like whatever it is that I want from my style to be successful at its highest place, I want to be in that in that place that's gonna let me do that. You know what I'm saying? And once they start seeing like, all right, my one homeboy, he goes to WWE, goes to the ringer, gets let, let out. Tell me all the bullshit, and I'm like, "Fuck, damn! I didn't even. I thought it had been way smoother. I know it has bullshit, but damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me let me ask you something. I'm gonna rebuttal that real quick. Oh, let's say Loso get a million dollars. Loso blow through his a million dollars, and he tell you all the pain and turmoil that come with a million dollars. You still want a million dollars? I still want a million dollars. <laughs> Going to the WWE, just at least having a one run, like you got to see, because it might be different for you than it was for him. Yeah, but I I will say it does. It will make me sit there and think about, okay, maybe his path to a million dollars might, let me try another path. You know what I'm saying? Because his path may be a little weird. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I say that, you look at guys like the Bucks, where it's like, or Kenny Omega, like what either one of them, where it's like, I could I could go that route, but a lot of my people that went that route, I don't hear a lot of good shit. I haven't seen a lot of good shit. And I already know how they feel about people like me. Let me just try this other route. And then it succeeds. You might gotta grind a little harder, you know what I'm saying? Sell a little more. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas was flipping t-shirts like it was like it was coke. Like I swear to God. Like they fresh were pro wrestling tees. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like they did so much other things where it was like, damn, it made other people like, oh shit, I don't gotta go to W. I can get a bag this way now. Whereas like it's it's, it's opening other doors to get to that space where now they have a, a, a spot now where if you want to you can get that million dollar bag over if you really did one of them ones. You know what I'm saying? But, so but it's at just the end of the day. space to get a bag now. And I think that's at what the- Cody said. He was like, Yo, I've done that. I got a space where people can feed their families. You know what I'm saying? Outside of WWE, pretty much outside of WWE's, you know what I'm saying, uh platform. I did my job. I don't, it's nothing else that I need to do here anymore. It, let me go finish my dream of finishing what I my vision of what my career should be in WWE. And when he said that, I was like, I can respect that. If you feel there's nothing else for you, you did everything you were supposed to do in the indies, AEW, get people set right, whoop de whoop, change, then I'm cool on that. I'm cool on that. I think you did your the loyalty wasn't with the with AEW. It was with the independent wrestlers. I think that's he, where he hindered his run from the start when he didn't want to be the world champion. Correct. 
Correct. But I definitely think now that is, like I said, it's a space for people to go. Like I said, a person like space for them to go. But my yeah. whole thing is like at the end of the day, you eventually like just want to give them like if your name not the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega, which I don't think, I don't think neither one of them will ever go to WWE personally. No, but everybody else, they free game, bro. How do you feel about like because the, the meme that went around was with um as if WWE made a trade and they gave up Keith Lee, they gave up Daniel Bryan, they gave up uh, Dean Ambrose, all it's for Cody Rhodes. It's <laughs> one hell of a trade for Cody Rhodes. That's but, they got fleeced. They got fleeced. I mean, they didn't. I mean, everybody that was over there, I think Keith got fired. I know Daniel was Daniel didn't resign his contract, so he was free yeah. to go. Dean like, too. Was, yeah, like it was a lot of them that just didn't resign. It was like I'm not signing Cesaro. Like all them niggas didn't resign and just like fuck it. I don't oh, he ain't there yet. He ain't there yet. <laughs> He's gonna pop up soon enough. All debut wrestling. <laughs> but no, nah, Samoa Joe. Like all them niggas. Like they all just say, you know, I'm through. Adam Cole. Never want to go to the main roster because you he's seen how some main roster people get, got treated from NXT. They put the fear of God of that nigga. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> remember Survivor Series, they had him working SmackDown and Raw. Because I think what happened because one of the year they came back from Saudi. Yeah, so they had to like scramble for some. So what they ended up doing was the NXT invasion, and they threw NXT into Survivor Series. Adam Cole, Buffalo, we was the first, we was the show to get that invasion. Already went that went to that show too. That shit was um, lit. Seth, he beat Seth Rollins clean on Raw, and then he beat DB on SmackDown clean. So they he had they had high hopes for him. They had high hopes for him. Yeah, he just he took his he. And that's the thing I feel we will really never know fully about what happened between Adam Cole and the WWE because he feels like everything he says everything is good. You know what I'm saying? The whole manager situation, people play around with the joke, but neither him nor uh, Keith Lee has like really confirmed that. No, I don't think there was any like ill feelings towards NXT. I, I, I think it was well. No, Keith Lee did say that that. They wanted to change him because he 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 sounded too, and these are his words, not mine. He sounded too intelligent, and they want him to sound a little more gritty. And he was like, what's the name? "If you go to work and a dude is talking like in Shakespearean to you every day, you wouldn't be weirded out." I've had that happen. That's Shout out Brent Brentworth. It is a little weird. <laughs> it's like. It's like kind of like what they try to do with Lars Sullivan gimmick, where it's like I'm the monster, but I'm a genius also. Really. That was his, yeah, that was his gimmick. Oh. Yeah, yeah, tri trifling. But yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't work out in no <laughs> didn't work yeah. out. Uh, what else happened work? Saturday night? Uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. The so Ronda and them went after Cody and them. Oh, I, I, I see why people was chilling because how the fuck do you follow that up? That was well, the no, palate cleanser. It was something else in between it. I can't remember what it was. There was something else in between it right now. After Seth and Cody? Yeah. 
the Hall of Famers. They came out. There you go. Because take take a take a walk. Oh no, that's what it was. No, that's what it was. It was the tag match. New day. No, no, that was next. No, that was no, Sunday. They did, they did Undertaker them. I thought they did that. Yeah, they did Undertaker them. Undertaker them came out and it was everybody went short. It, no, yeah, so, I thought I think Undertaker was. Sunday. Oh, New Day, New Day no, versus. That was Sunday night. That was Sunday night. But they were supposed to go Saturday, and they cut them because I remember making a poll saying, "Yo, they got the divas treatment." <laughs> All the reason why I'm saying I think the Undertaker, I remember I was complaining like, "Yo, why did they cut the match? Why was that match so short?" And then Undertaker was walking across the stage for like 15 minutes, and I'm that's like, "Yeah, Taker, boy, nigga? we could have had something. more of this New Day match." And this nigga like, Come on. "That's Taker, nigga, pay homage." Let me say something. Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night when they did it. Like everybody was going nuts when Taker came out, bro. I bet they were crazy. That ponytail in, in, in HD, like we did. That shit was disgusting. That nigga what did you guys crazy. think of his speech at the uh, Hall of Fame? He fucking looked like a preacher walking around that bitch. Like a, a very a big atheist preacher, bro. Like, <laughs> he stands on a, a stoop, a, like a little small ladder outside of Hot Topic, preaching the word of like the. <laughs> I'm saying. You know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy? What was crazy about that? When I first seen the like highlights of it, because I went back and watched it, because I thought they was actually gonna do it on SmackDown, not after SmackDown. But so going back and watching, I seen the clips of the joint, and I seen the forward takers behind. Them. I'm like, do you have like motherfuckers standing behind them right Yo. now? <laughs> <laughs> that would really narcissistic. That'd have been very narcissistic. Oh, but no, nah, but nah, Taker t- seeing the Hall of Famers, bro, that was cool. Uh, actually, Taker was in the so where we were sitting at, they had the uh, the what you call behind us, and Taker was in the one like two road, like two over, like you could see that man. Oh, he was cool enough, top, yeah, in the suites. So it was oh, in the suites behind us. Uh, so then the match of the you know, moment of the night. Kevin Owens come out, sit down, talking shit. Then the glass break. Boy, did it feel stupendous to hear that glass break and see Stone Cold walk out that bitch, bro. And then go get the four-wheeler? Like, all right, so Mania got to do a better job of this. You can't set it up and have the cars and the four-wheelers and all that shit sitting where everybody can see it. Oh, okay. Because I saw, I saw the truck, I saw Sasha's Lambo, and I saw the four wheel all parked off behind the stage, off to the side. Hey, hide it a little bit better, David. Spoiler, now that's an ill spoiler. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't know when Eddie's low rider was coming. You probably did if you was if you, if you was yeah, she was probably sitting off to the side, <laughs> sitting off to the side. <laughs> but no, but no, you seen the four wheeler? Like damn, Stone Cold, I'm coming out on the four wheeler first. But you know he did his walk. His walk. He, he got. It took like ten minutes to get to the ring, bro. And <laughs> everybody was screaming the entire time, bro. Like it was crazy. Like Stone Cold clearly had the biggest pop of Saturday night. Had to. Like I said, if Punk had twenty twenty one, the biggest pop. Austin gonna have it for twenty twenty two. I don't think nothing is gonna be bigger than that. Something did. Some something did beat it. And then he turned around and beat it again. So, <laughs> so Sunday, Sunday, we get to get to the spot. We get me and uh, me and the young son. 
He was uh, we, fly as hell with them two belts. <laughs> we went to uh we, went out, we walked outside and we left uh my pops and my oldest son in the in the stadium. We walked outside and was part of the pre-show and all that. Seen Jerry, seen uh Booker T, seen all like everybody sitting up there, uh, which was pretty dope sitting outside seeing other more, more wrestling fans and shit like this. So. Like we'd be like the first takes or like the college shows where all the people be around and shit. That's fire. Yeah, it was like that, bro. It was so dope. Uh might have seen me on there. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the pre-show. To I'm see go back the, and look, yeah. The camera for Sunday, watch the pre-show for Sunday. The camera got in front of us. So you know I got the tan sample Nike hoodie on, you know, don't nobody got that. So when y'all see me, you see, you see, man, look how he do it too. He, he let it slip like yo, nobody got that. Sample game. Nobody got yeah, that. I'm, I'm gonna show it to y'all in a minute. But Not uh on the inside, right? But uh we got that, we did that, walked in, sat down. Uh WrestleMania, they do the little montage video again. Say WrestleMania finna start. Then next thing you know, it's all about the game. Oh, oh my fucking god. Hey, when I tell you, bro, that was literally the biggest pop. Like that was bigger than Stone Cold Pop Saturday night. You know that nigga speech, only did bro. it. He only did it to get the pop. He wanted to get that last little bit because he retired. Remember, he wanted to get that last little bit. Niggas missed him, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but then, he, he missed that too. Think, he then missed you gotta that. think about it. He had the heart surgery and all this shit. Right. He had the heart, what I mean. So it was like, didn't nobody know it was coming. And just to see Triple H, bro, is like. Jerry, you remember when Triple H came back from the leg injury in 02? The first one? Remember how big that pop was? Do you think it was like that? Yeah, it was like that. Motherfuckers was oh, yeah. happy to see it. Niggas was happy to see trips, bro. That nigga ain't been facing a minute either. And he had put the boots in him. Oh, man. Yeah, he did it. The whole thing. I'm talking about, they played the whole damn song, bro. They whole did, damn song. They should have did all of his thing. I can't wait till he gets inducted, bro. I next year. Solo Dolo next year. I can't wait. He's a headliner. Let's see the, let's see Never cry when Pac died, but I probably will when Hope does type shit. Uh, so you're going to cry when, when age died? I'm talking about like, I ain't cry when like. Like when Tay got inducted, I probably will when H did. No, nah, I cried in his speech. I cried when they put the camera to Triple H and Triple H was crying. I I started tearing up. I ain't cry for Taker. I cried for Queen Chamel. Can you remind me, like, and listen, no slander, all respect. This Mark Jackson voice and all disrespect. Mark Jackson voice with all due respect. What did she do to get that? Elevate that nigga. Yo, he, she was one of the most entertaining pieces of, like, one of the most entertaining women of the Ruthless Aggression era on SmackDown. Like, you talk so about... So was not, Nowhere close. Nowhere close. She didn't have to do a split on the, on the ring to make people, in, like, intrigued her character. I don't know what she did. But she didn't have to. You're right. But just imagine has she, though? I mean, if you've seen her as a Nitro girl, then you should be all right. I was gonna say that. See, you have, you have, <laughs> you know. But the thing is, with her is like I said. She and on top of that, her character she helped elevate Booker's character outside. Yeah, you of hated, you yeah. hated Charmel as much as you hated Booker, bro. I got you. Oh bro. man, I got y'all on him. I got y'all. You haven't felt shit like that since like fucking probably fucking woman or like you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Stephanie. Since 
barrier. Stephanie, like, it's, it's very hard for women to get that type of heat like that without, think, without being deemed corny or not even caring. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Zelina Vegas. You know what I'm saying? The world. Real talk. But mm -hmm. no. Nah, but she even said, like, that's she. Queen Chamel was an influence to her. Like, man, Queen Chamel was one of them goats, bro. Like, that was very nostalgic for me, man. I love Queen Chamel. Uh, so, after the Triple H shit was the tag tag. Match, which RK, bro, really is over, bro. Them niggas is over. You got it. How big was that pop? That, it was a good one. That was a good one. It was a good and then it was that match was good. It was really good. good. The match was good to start off a Sunday pay-per-view. Sunday, Sunday night. Like the, the RKO off the top rope when when he did it. No, and then when Riddle did started. his shit. That's what I'm saying. When Riddle, when Riddle caught caught crazy affairs on the joint. Uh everybody went crazy when the street props came out. They still over as fuck. Like good. God damn it. As they should I be. You can't turn them niggas hill, man. You can't turn them I seen, I seen a couple of niggas dressed up as the street poppers, whole outfit. You know what I'm saying? It's probably on WWEshot.com. More than like it is. They got the costume? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, somebody yeah. made it. Like, bro, they, yeah. The red one. Oh, yeah, dope. Uh, That was the dope one. Then who was after that? Uh. Who came after them? Would it be uh, Drew and Corbin? Drew and yeah. Corbin were the night before. Night no, before. Drew and Corbin. Then that was the... No, Drew and Corbin was Sunday night. Was Saturday. Saturday. When he broke the ring with the sword, that was Saturday. All right, so that was in between the Charlotte and the match then. I'm glad we skipped that because I didn't give a shit yeah, about that. It was, it was trash. I didn't pay attention. We cooked that. that match here last episode. We were like, yo, we don't give a shit about that match. Yeah, yeah. that shit was, was booty. Uh, who was after the fucking tag match? Go to my oh, Sammy, Sammy and Johnny Knoxville. That was after the tag match, I believe so. Yeah, because right after them was when um Bianca and Bianca and no, no, not Bianca. Um, Sasha, and them. Nah, they were later in the night. I think it was Sammy, Sammy and Johnny Knoxville, and then right after that, Here we, we go. got Edge. So Second and match was Bobby versus um Omos. We skipped that bathroom. because we didn't really care. Bathroom break. We literally went to the bathroom. Smoke and break. And it was Johnny versus Sammy. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. So after the tag A match, match of the night. After the tag match, we went. Much we actually we went to the bathroom and got food. That was after the tag match. On some fat nigga shit. What did you get? <laughs> first of all, first of all, the food there was fucking expensive. Oh, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I paid sixty dollars, sixty dollars for food and drinks both nights for like some regular type movie regular theater shit. type shit. Regular shit, bro. Damn. And no free refills. Jerry got to do better, bro. Niggas, gotta, oh, this is Jerry World, right? Jerry do better, bro. Million dollar stadium. We can't get free refill. Marcus, get your man's. <laughs> can't get can't get free refill on. They need every single cent, man. Every single cent. Boy, that drink was eight fifty plus tax. Fucking fifty plus. Tax. I wasn't paying that at the TD Garden, dog. That's, That's crazy. Shit that I had a motherfucking shit that made Michael Jordan arm stretch all the way to the fucking <laughs> yo. For real. Hey, no ice, please. 
No ice, please. I'm only coming up here once. Yo, for real, I need all mine. Put that shit to the rim. I'll be all right. I'll balance it. <laughs> now nah, they had tops on them hoes, but yeah. Better be. Uh, so after the Bobby match was the Edge and AJ Styles match. Match of night two. Ed's interest was so fucking fire, bro. Like seeing it live with the wings and Ed, and shit was fire. Uh, and I was on the update post, and somebody said AJ got beat the fuck up before he came out. Come to find out, the pyro cut his ass. Nah, it wasn't even that. The nigga just hit his face on the WrestleMania side. Dude, was, <laughs> was the nigga just walked out. Oh shit! And just that was it. Like, I'm, away. Sharp that fucking metal gotta be down. Oh damn, yeah, that's fucked up. Uh so yeah, that match was that match was actually fire. I gotta go back and watch it with the commentary because that was one of the matches I you gotta listen, crew. you gotta listen to it. I'm glad I got to watch it without hearing it first, and then I'm gonna go back and watch it and listen to it. But everybody was hyping the match. Everybody was it was a good good time. Really good chemistry. Like they they wanted to have a real wrestling match on Mania. I got to give them that credit because the excitement for everything it was just a bunch of lot of hijinks and shit going on. They was like, nah, we're gonna comment. We're gonna have a wrestling. It was a cool down. It was a cool down. We're gonna have a wrestling match, and with that, it's gonna relax, and you're gonna follow the shit. Then after that was the Sammy. Johnny match. We man got the third biggest pop of the night. Let's go. <laughs> of both nights? <laughs> oh, Sunday night for sure. I'm trying to tell you, if Steve would have came out, he would have had. They were chanting his name. They were chanting his name. You called him. it. This nigga called you, it. Bro. If that nigga would have came out, he would have had one of the biggest pops of both nights. Sober Steve Sober Steve is amazing. <laughs> they had... he says all the bullshit with like. Clear-headedly, so he know he's dumb as fuck for doing this. And so, we like, wore a red headband, man. So we, Jared, we, get your mans. We were watching. We was watching it, bro. <laughs> as we watching it, my kids like, who are they? So I had to explain it to them. Like, you gotta think about it. Jack has been out since I, I was a know, kid. Oh, bro, I know, <laughs> I know. But oh, they wouldn't even understand. They're fourteen. Man. Wait, they're fourteen, 14 and eleven. Oh no, nah, yeah, they. they not I was younger than them watching that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I was ten watching that that shit, man. Yeah, trying to do it. It wasn't around when they was coming up, so and they only got nothing close, right? So TikTok, they, the close they got to some shit like that was the crate challenge. <laughs> These niggas willingly fucked themselves up. So I had to explain it to them. So that was, you know, that was father son moment. So they was they were like, hmm. oh, okay. So then I was telling them who everybody was, and I was like. Once he go on the ring, I was like, you're going to see a midget come out. That's Wee Man. And my youngest son was like, Wee Man? What are you talking about? How you know it's a midget under the ring? Next thing you know, here he come. And everybody go fucking nuts, bro. Whole AT&T Stadium going come crazy. On, and then man. when he picked up Sammy, bro, and body slammed the nigga, bro. you, WrestleMania moments. They better put that in the fucking trailer. In the little video, <laughs> oh, when they open up Mania and Hogan out of here, put Wee Man and Sammy in that shit. Hug out of here with Hogan. Like, but yeah, very funny, very entertaining match, bro. Actually, it was better than what the fuck I thought it was gonna be, bro. That shit was lit. That shit was lit, Lowe's. That shit was better than what my Jim Cornette hat. <laughs> hey, just because you think about it. 
you didn't think that it was gonna have all the jackass features in this match, Jared. But didn't it all. feel like like you watch Raw, right? Sometimes, right? Like what? You, so you sometimes you watch it, you catch it when you can. The twenty four seven title segments didn't it look just like this? We call that shit corny. That shit ain't was no. nothing like this, bro. No. That's what it was given. It was giving me that, bro. No, this the motherfuckers don't got a party boy, bro. They had party boy, bro. I pop. Listen, listen, when I say listen. people pop for Weemans, I pop for party boy, my nigga. Listen, listen. When party boy came out, I told my kids, I said, "Hey, turn your head, bro." Yes, yo. <laughs> Just turn your heads, Where's bro. <laughs> and they was like, "Why? Why we gotta turn?" I said, to get "Trust me, man." Go like this, bitch. They was like, "Huh?" Next thing you know, he go. Whoosh. Whole crowd go crazy. Like I was like, see what I tell you? Uh, I'm telling. Because I had already turned man. mine. <laughs> I already turned like, mine. No, you like, got it. Like now, nah, you're not about to have Party Boy doing this fully clothed. No homo. Like Party Boy is like wild because he be doing this shit butt ass naked. Like that nigga was on the fucking Santa Monica Pier skating ass naked. Like this, yo. <laughs> yeah. So after that, oh man. After that match was New Day's match. Yes. And we did not, we went to the bathroom. We did not know. It's the whole match. No, because we did not know that them niggas was wrestling. Yeah. They ain't advertising so, nothing. Next thing you know, I hear, oh, I hear the New Day. I'm like, what the fuck? What is New Day here for? Like, what the hell going on? By the time we get back to the seats, they were done. Cause I was like, damn, what the hell Xavier got on? Both of them had on their big E gear, which was that cool. was fire. I, I got that. you. Cool. Squash match. Get it out of here. Told you, man. They, they Everybody get one. Everybody gets one at Mania. That's the rule. That's a new day, though. Everybody gets one. Daniel man. Bryan got one. No, he wasn't Daniel Bryan then yet, though, bro. You could have. You could have left. World champion. Could left New Day off the card. Yeah, you might. New Day didn't need to be on this joint. Jerry, something I pointed out uh during the show, I said it last episode, no backstage segments. That that was a good thing. No backstage segments uh both nights. They kept it all in the ring. I mean, yeah. I wish they could have did a little something because I bet because you niggas was just there. <laughs> Y'all was it it kind of get boring, like not hearing nobody talk. <laughs> Y'all bet at the same time though, at the same, but at the same time though. Seeing like just the rest of the fans, we talking to each other and the crowd going hype, like everybody high fiving folks and shit like that. Like it's like a big party, man. Like for real, for yeah. real. Like going to a baseball yeah. game. Oh, and, like, talking oh. About sports. and we did the wave like 15, 16 times in a row. What what match? It was before Triple H came out. Like they did the wave like 15 times in a row. Because in the Lesnar, I mean, I think y'all did it in the um they tried it during the Lesnar match. So rest in peace to Beach Ball, you son. Real talk. The beach ball really was needed in for a couple of these matches. <laughs> that beach ball was really needed, bro. I that know y'all you would have been fine. Yeah, you would have been you wouldn't have said shit about this fucking segment shit. Y'all had a beach ball. <laughs> Telling you, you guys would have been occupying like a motherfucker for a good 10 minutes. In All right, we'll come over here in a little. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, fuck this match. <laughs> but uh, after that match was Theory, Pat. Ooh. Hey, let me tell y'all something. Slash Vince Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Slash Vince Pat, yeah. 
Pat McAfee is amazing, bro. That nigga is so on fire right now. In between his show, doing the commentary on SmackDown, and then having a dope ass WrestleMania match. Said the same thing. Man, fire, brought up the Dallas cheerleaders, man. That was, was fire. I knew that was coming though. That was that was it would have been better if it was the Colts cheerleaders. I, yo, I, I swear I said this. I know the Colts is looking like <laughs> well, because they're in Dallas, they're, they're in Jerry World. It oh, makes sense. You, all right, we're gonna remember that nigga when you try to come pull up for your little little alumni promos and shit. We'll remember that shit. <laughs> but you know, he do rip for the Colts his whole time. That's what I was saying. That's what I was like. It's not it's not he's Indianapolis alumni. Yeah, right. I fuck with true, Pat true. McAfee, man. He's, but he's uh, right now, match fire. Then when they were still hovering around the ring after the match, I'm like, "What the fuck finna go on now?" And then him and Vince was getting into it and shit. And I was like, "I know they're not finna do what I think they finna do." Then Vince started taking his towel. He took his jacket off first. Black beer, Vince. Black, Black Peter, Peter. <laughs> Black Peter Vince is a wild dude, yo. He calls damn BBV. <laughs> no, nah, he's called BBV. Black Peter Vince. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh motherfucker goes crowd go crazy. He take his jacket off. He started taking his towel off, and motherfucker was like, oh, I didn't faked it. He look, he faked it, and then he took it off, and everybody go crazy. Everybody go crazy. And like, this oh, nigga shit. about to cook. He I'm going to the first round. Nigga, he finna wrestle? Like, for real? Like, this nigga finna wrestle for real? <laughs> so he get out there, fucking beat Pat, everybody booing. And then he's still standing around in the ring. And I looked at the, it was a lady sitting in front of us. And she was like, what if Stone Cold comes out? And I was like, nah, he came out last night. And they were still talking. And I was about to pull my phone out and start recording right then. And I was like, nah, because I'm going to be upset if I just sit here and record and he don't come out. He don't pop up, yeah. And then next thing you know, <laughs> and when I tell you, that pop was bigger than the pop from the night before and Triple H. Because it fit. You was waiting for him. Because it's Vince. Mm-hmm. You was it's waiting for him. One, it's Vince. It's like, you was waiting for it, but you didn't know if it was coming or not. Like, I knew Stone Cold was coming Saturday night. True. Like I thought that was yeah. it. I yeah. think I was gonna see him again. Even when they knew he was coming, they popped crazy. Yeah, but uh, unexpected Stone Cold pop. Hey, and the reason why I felt so natural because it's like, damn, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee just about to get jumped. He lost. All right, it's about to be over. Damn, Pat. And once again, like old times, Stone Cold come for the fucking save, and everybody goes crazy. And it's just literally. It reminds me how easy it was for like not easy, but like once they got that ball rolling for Austin, it was nothing you can do. Oh my god! Look at that cell, bro. I know that cell. I I, I feel like he. I feel like that was a little homage to to uh Scott Rock. Oh Scott Hall. Yeah, Scott Scott Hall. Remember Scott got air. Man, I've never seen a man of that age going through that many problems in his life during that time. Have that. Were you Shawn Michaels in him? Remember how Shawn Michaels did to Hogan? That nigga had a fucking vert out of this world when he got stunned. Yo, my nigga, that nigga got like a good like five, six feet in there, bro. It felt like Stone Cold brought him down here too, and then he just ejected. Yo, where? Why does I? I never seen this nigga jump this high in the ring. Like, (laughs) yeah, that shit was. That shit was. 
So Stone Cold coming out, the biggest pop. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, that was a wild. That was a wild pop. And then, hey, wrestlers, announcers, anybody that thinks Stone Cold is on your side, don't take a beer from that man. DT, please hey. don't. <laughs> please don't. Don't trust Hey. <laughs> Boy, Pat took that beer. I said, oh, shit, he finna stun his ass. I'm trying to tell you, son. <laughs> then he stunned him. And then when he was drinking the beer while he was still like, hey, Pat is golden, bro. Yo, I <laughs> love the cell, too, bro. Just <laughs> blank. Just spit it in the air. Like, that was such a fresh sell right there. We got two oh. fire cells of a stunner back to back. Oh, Byron Saxon got stunned, too, if y'all didn't that see too. that. I was like, God damn it. Why you just want to be Shout going out to Stone Cold, dude. Get stunned by the white man on purpose. Man, you know, Byron Saxon is basically Tom Dubois. He is Tom Dubois. That's basically Tom Dubois, man. He ain't, no. Yeah. We don't claim him. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that shit was. <laughs> Stone Cold was. Stone Cold was just. That was. Seeing Stone Cold. Probably one of the stars of WrestleMania. Taker. Seeing Stone Cold take a Triple H all in the same night. All old as hell. And seeing like all of them like, yo, this is their last time here. Like for real, for real. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, hell, man. That's our crazy. childhood, man. Crazy as hell, man. Uh, after that, we got the women's tag match. You got Sasha, Naomi, probably the best interest of the night, pulling mm-hmm. up in the car. And she pulling. That was I, thought she gonna, I thought she was going to drive that hoe to the ring damn near, but. They should have. I'll try that. Never, never. You saying? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying something, You were saying something, Chief? You were saying but something? Yeah. Uh, after that, y'all know after that, we got the big match. Match of the night. Nah. <laughs> the big match. And honestly, the best crowd participation of the weekend was during that match. Word? In the sense of like, in the sense of big fight feel, bro. They've been wanting that. Like the way it came about, the way like the crowd cheering for Roman, cheering for Brock. Let's go, Roman. Let's go, Brock. This was Vince's wet dream. I'm talking about when I tell you it was like for real, like, like it was a kid sitting next to us. He had the rated our superstar belt Sunday. The spinner joint, fire. Fuck, you know about that. Hey, that little kid was that little kid was fucking annoying the whole (laughs) two days. You had to sit next to him both days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had tickets for both nights too. Damn, yeah, Yeah. annoying as shit. So, little kid, if you ever see this, you were annoying, brother. You should have had little man sneak sneak him. Yo, my dad said, chill, son, for real. <laughs> you should have had nah, a little man sneak him. Nah, his dad, his dad was like, hey, dude, like, you got to read the room. Like, everybody chill right now. You hype. Like, calm your ass down. Like, Yo, he told him to read the room. Read yeah. the room, buddy. Yeah, little white kid, bro. This oh, shit was Of course hilarious. it was. He was. He was cool. Like, he knew his shit. Where's Kalisto? Where's Kalisto? He knew his shit, which was cool. You know, I had a nice little conversation with little bro. But then, you know, after a while, and he's talking the entire match. Oh, he got annoying. Oh. And, he, and he's 
chirping the entire match. Like, hey, look, bro. Like, I get it. Like, shut up. Did he do that <laughs> annoying thing where he calls the former indie wrestler by their indie name? Nah, Did he, he call Seth like, Rollins he, Tyler Black? He's not a little too young for that. Nah, he ain't that. He went. He like he was about my my youngest son. Age, so he, he was, was at like, the like, age like, where he he's he should be a mark. Yeah, but oh, it was annoying. Oh, mark the whole night. Hey, oh, Mark. It's annoying though. Yo, Mark McGuire, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. They was going crazy. He wanted Roman to lose. My son wanted Roman to win. So, like, they was going back and forth with the whole Roman and Brock uh, shit. See, and the then, black and then, <laughs> so like then when, when y'all, when, when you see it, like, in the video that I posted, he was like, we the ones, baby. We the ones. He looked at him and he winked at him and said, we the ones, baby. <laughs> Yo, yeah. hey, my son is yeah. my son is me times I 10. love it. He I had the it. Roman glove and oh, the gauntlet. This why we gotta keep off the ropes alive because when we all have kids, <laughs> we gotta make sure they all in the, the next ropes. generation, man. We gotta yeah, get the bro. next generation ready, man. Because they, yeah, they, they in it now. Wrestling is such yeah. in a good space where it's like it's it's amazing to bring your kid into the shit at this time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so man. much they could be like. It's catered to them now. Like when we was kids, we found WCW, found shit in ECW, found shit in WWF. We have that again now where they can find their favorite wrestler anywhere now. Yeah, this shit was like, when I tell y'all, bro, it was like just seeing him happy that night, bro, and the night before. I'm the best feeling in the world, bro. That's the mania moment right there. That's the true mania moment as a pops to see that that elation. That's the mania moment, man. Cause like yeah. it takes you back to when it was you, like you know, like too man. You niggas gonna make me cry, man. I, I, but I'm just saying, we running around. Wrestling is so this, special, bro. Like, and it's like a dope experience, bro. The shit was just like it was just crazy, bro. Like it was nothing. Nothing you could say, uh, do that day, bro. Like it wasn't nothing to ruin the night. Neither, neither night, bro. Like Vince did what he was supposed to do, bro. And did you like the? Did you like the stunt? They how he took his stunner? Oh no, he, he backed no, up. That, was that motherfucker. No, that was like trash. he broke like thirty bones just trying to like take that. No, that was trash. That was horrible. I, I think he was trying to fuck with Stone Cold. I think that's why Stone Cold was laughing. He's like, "Oh, I know he's trying to duck it." This was laughing. I mean, Stone Cold was laughing like, "Yo, this whole nigga need to go sit his ass down trying to do this shit still." But nah, that shit just like I said. That was that was a mania was good. It was a and good like, mania. The past couple manias have been good. They have the buildups have just been weird as fuck. The buildups as was weird, this one. The actual, the actual mania, bro. Yeah, the actual mania this time was uh very, very dope, bro. Like it wasn't nothing, it wasn't nothing like you could do to fuck that up, bro. Seven out of especially, ten, especially with with all we had on that joint, it wasn't nothing you, you couldn't do nothing to that. You couldn't do nothing yeah, to fuck that. They could have given us Shane versus Seth. No, they I, I'm, I'm glad. Whoever said nah, we not doing it is Shane was... somewhere like home like Dolph Ziggler. It could have been me. Nah, they fired him. Remember after the um 
Royal Rumble. I know. Sick, sick, sick shit. But no, nah, man, like I said, Mania was solid, B. Mania was definitely solid. I'm glad that, you know what I'm saying? Like, hearing that, like, the ending part where, like I said, with your son, that's the best part of this whole, that whole recap for me, for real, for real. Because, like, like I said, yo, man, I remember my uncle just bringing me in front of that TV and me seeing Kane for the first time, like, what the fuck? Like, yo, this dude looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Let me put this up here. Let me fix this real quick. I got you. Yo, he, oh, no, he is. Oh, no. You see that oh, You see that smile on his face, bro? Oh, look at the adulation, bro. <laughs> no. excited, bro. You can't fake that. Nah, yeah, you can't fake that type of that that type of like excitement. Like that that kid wasn't having that night, bro. And Both then, nights. and then my oldest, like seeing my my oldest, not really into wrestling no more. Mm-hmm. But even even at the Brock and Roman match, he was like he was hype. Like he and was hype. It's one of them ones, man. Roman versus Brock, they finally got their wish. He was hype, and then when you like, just you know how we always get, you know how us older wrestling fans are, we get mad about how they the end why. the show some nights. Yeah, they, how they end the shows and why they end the show. Mm-hmm. When you got your kids next to you and you see like they happy with the ending, and you like, damn, Vince always said the kids got to go home happy, bro. You hey, see it now. <laughs> hey, good job, Vince. Good job. But that shit right there. Happy, bro. That right there, whole reason. Oh, that's, damn, that's, that's the reason why WWE will still continue being the spaces that they are, man. For moments like that, they they know how to put on a spectacle. Like, yeah, man. Somebody was saying over the way, like AEW needs to find a way that they could turn one of their shows into like that spec. Like, yo, every show is that is a good is one of our shows, but this show right here, this show right here, nigga. Just the one. It's all out. It's all out. Not that show. Like every year. No, we don't know if it's that. We don't know if it's double or nothing. Like we don't know. So until they have that, like WrestleMania will forever be that. Everybody lines they shit up around that. You like, know, TNA was the closest with Slammiversary or uh, no Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory was the one. You don't know. You don't. Eat, yeah, right. Which you don't know if it's Final Battle or fucking. Um, what's this final battle or what's the other joint? Supercard. Uh, no, no, not super. Sure, what's the one? Supercard, the one that just had. Yeah, or there was another super one. Card of had. Honor. Best in the world, like it, it, you don't know sometimes. Like, but WWE, you know, you know. Let's see what let's see with this one. Oh yeah, Eric, I got you. As you can see, as you can see, he was talking to the guy sitting next to us, bro. He looked at him and said, We the ones, and he winked at him. I love it. Let me see your hand. Ah, he keep looking at us. I love it. I love it. Yo, because you know, we're going to talk our shit. We're going to talk our shit. That's fire, bro, man. That's so fire, man. Please let you, let you know what I'm saying? Let Son know, man, that. Man, like, keep that picture, man, because when he gets to want to show his kid that, man. Let me tell you something. So, both of them got an Instagram page. The oldest ain't posted pictures. 
the youngest though, he posted his pictures for WrestleMania, bro. So he had a time of his life, man. At that age, 11 years old, all of us, I think we can all agree. <laughs> Wrestling was the best thing in the world for us at 11. I'd say the most yeah. I went to was a live show. Now, just being able to see Booker T's fire flame for his entrance in person. Was I went to one of the drives, one of the last drives they had. That was, so, and that wasn't even in a real, that was just on some like live house show type shit. And it was still fire to me. So this is the hmm. thing with how me and their mom, because shout out to their mom, bro. I can't leave her out of this. Shout out to their mom. She came, was there the first night. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know she was there. This nigga was like, "Yeah, with me." And, and, and. Yo, yeah, nah, was, you gotta, you gotta shout her out there. Nah, she was real. there. She was there. She, you know, she originally got the tickets, and you know, I paid half of them, but she got them. We did a little flippy room, you know, type deal. You know, bought two sets of tickets, uh, sold one. To pay for the other night, you know what I'm saying? Did a little for night, a little extra money in the pocket. I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't but, mad at it, hey. But nah, shout out to her, bro, because this wasn't able without her. So give her her props on this shit, and her actually sitting through with it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'll tell y'all why once I get off, but her sitting through with it was magnificent uh right, like i do this shit for one night motherfucker. two nights i don't know <laughs> but uh but yeah she the way we raise our kids bro and the way we uh do things with them bro is amazing bro because let's think, put it like this my sons have traveled across the world at a young age they've been to disney world already They've been to Disneyland already. Oh shit! Uh, Both. My youngest is a little big LeBron fan. If y'all hadn't seen conversations at the shop before, he just said LeBron James. So he's seen LeBron and Giannis play. They played. They went. To, they went to a Milwaukee game when he was in Cleveland. Uh, he's been to a Brewers playoff game. He went to a Brewers playoff game last season. Oh shit! I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, they was in they was in Milwaukee visiting fam, but he got to go see uh like he he played baseball, so him going to see a baseball game. You seen the Brewers today? Man, look too good. No, I ain't worried about him. Man, know, look too good. He a he's a Rangers fan because he lives in Texas, so he feels like he has to be a Rangers fan. So he was a Joey Gallo fan, so Joey Gallo's now a Yankee. Real, real quick, Jared, because <laughs> I, I don't have anybody else on here that like baseball as much as I do, so I gotta ask you. How do you feel about opening day? Uh, it was today, right? Yeah, that was today. I ain't really watch it. I ain't been. I've been busy, so nah, I can't you gonna watch it tomorrow though? Yankees Red Sox one o'clock. Yeah, I watch it tomorrow. You know, I keep up with the Yankees most of the night, but but yeah. So Look, little Ari, man, Ari, like <laughs> little man has seen LeBron. <laughs> He's seen Giannis. He's both of them seen LeBron and Giannis. He's been to a playoff game, been to a Rangers game. Uh, he's been to WrestleMania. He went to the we went to the first Raw that was back after COVID. Mm. He's been to a he's been to a SmackDown. Mm. Uh, he actually was on the the Thunder the, when they had the Thunderdome. He was on the Thunderdome one night. So 
He oh, saw he himself on TV. the youngest? Yeah, he's seen himself he's on TV. So just the way we, you know, just the way we kind of expose him to some stuff that we really didn't get exposed to as a kid, bro. Like, is this the baseball player too? Yeah. Oh, see, J- Jared be going to the games and he be going live and <laughs> playing. This we talk baseball. about though, making those memories, man. Making those memories. Baseball, basketball for the young one. Oldest is football, track, basketball. So, yeah, and that one. Okay, so that one has been to a Cowboys game. Uh, I feel sorry for him. I feel so sorry yeah. to hear that. They got this stand in the end zone with the players. So, uh, <laughs> what players? As a kid, one? me going to a Bills scrimmage as a kid was fucking amazing, bro. I just wanted to see the players. Like that should be amazing, dog. Yeah, and then uh, this Friday, their school is actually t- they're going to the Mavericks game versus Portland, and they'll be courtside while they warm up. So you know, getting that exposure, seeing shit up close, bro, and seeing. Very nice to be a chaperone. I actually got to work, so. <laughs> I'm like, y'all need a chaperone, y'all, y'all sure? I was oh, trying. Boy. No lie, no lie. The coach asked uh, their mom to be a chaperone, and she was going to do it, and. I was like, I'll do it. I just find somebody to work my shift Saturday. I mean, Friday night. Like, I, I'll swap out my day. Like, I'll close for you Saturday if you close with me Friday type shit. My man put the word out. <laughs> but chaperone, holla. But nah, I'm not. I'm not going. So he get to go courtside, and he got him a Luca jersey today. So hopefully, clean. Uh, hopefully, if it depends on what time they get there, if he can get it signed before all that good stuff. But it's a white and gold giant, by the way. Oh, that and seeing Luca live is going to be amazing for him, yeah, bro. That. Yeah, so, you know. And Luca's a fun player to watch. So, to you watch know, they, live. One thing we try to do, bro, is just give them experiences that they can't, you know, get nowhere else. And then, you know, they try to get their kids the same thing. Bro, I really commend you, bro. Like, you really are an amazing father, bro. Like, especially, like, for the age that you are, bro. Like, (laughs) a lot of people don't expect black men at our age to be doing, like, the activities we do, man. But, like, I be seeing it, man. There's some fathers out here that really be putting in that pain, bro. Mm -hmm. Putting in that pain. All right. So, before I get out of here, bro, I'm going to show y'all this, you know, separate. It's cream, and it's a... It's say from love, from Beaverton with love. If everybody knows that Beaverton, yeah. home Nike. of Nike. And when I show y'all the back, you know. Nah, I like that color. Oh, um, springtime shit! I love it. Have a Nike definitely day. springtime ready. Got the Nike swoosh in the middle with the happy face and shit on that motherfucker. You know. Ooh, that's cold. Oh, shit, my bad, Sue. That is cold. My bad. <laughs> That is cold. I got I got one more sample that I want to show y'all that. Please it don't. Ain't, hey, yo, Jared, you got that? You got that in a two X, big dog? I mean, that's one on one. Yeah, they came out with the cream color and the brown color. My other color they had the brown color. Damn, that shit look. I like that little off white cream type of. Yeah, if you like that one, y'all gonna like that brown on it too, right? This one, the nylon Nike joint, bro. I like the little same color in the front. Yeah, the cream with the little brown in it. But wait, wait, there's more, guys. 
You know those those would go crazy with the Chinese New Year's. I love Nike. Real, real, uh, real fucking fucking uncle shit. Real for the uncle shit for the cookouts. Spice Adams, Spice Adams on chilling in the cut. I got like two pair of forces I can put on with these joints. So yeah, they've been coming out a lot of like brown flavors for those type of joints lately. I like that. I got the. I got the all whites with the gum bottoms, and I got like a. That's brown. the first shoe I thought of. <laughs> I got like a brown with a, uh, like a brown with an olive green. Like if I could throw, I could throw like an olive green shirt on with this joint, mm-hmm. and pop off with the bitch for real. Earth tones, earth tones, earth tones. But yeah, man, you know a lot of you know a lot of shit. Lot of shit, yeah. I, you I know what I off. hate? This nigga is so ho hum about it. He'd be like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because <laughs> you know what? That's the perks of working in the clearance store, bro. Like, we get everything sent to us. Damn, we begin sample shit sent to us, and you know, shit that don't come out for a couple of years or a couple of months and shit like that. You know, like got the free Willie Nike shirt. You know, oh, yo, these are some nice spring pieces, bro. They only came this one only this one they got the original the colors that came out online was black, white, red, and blue. And then they sent us like the rest of the sample colors. See, man, that's the type of shit I'd be into, man. Where they got another clearance uh spot at? I don't know. You gotta look and see. Go to the clearance though, bro. I got a Nike, I got a Nike outlet at the in the you malls. Know. You know, then you got this. See, I like shit like that with the yeah, world colors on it because I like like with the colors of the, of the earth. I got my sneaker, my um, actually I got the Air Maxes. Jared got the Air Force One versions, but these like Earth um, it was like Earth Day, Air Maxes Nike Nike pack that came out. Mm. Yeah, fly oh, yeah, man. We do a, we have a lot of shit, bro. Like I got like the shirt I got on there. You got this the other day. Um. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of shit come through the goddamn clearance stuff, bro. That you know, I just the the actual tech suit I had on Saturday. Uh, they finally just put it up on Nike Tuesday. See, man, <laughs> I had it since. Like I'm that nigga to all the drug dealers. Like, ha, y'all don't got this tech suit. Yeah, middle of March, bro. I think all I the drug it. dealers like, where you get this tech suit from? I ain't see this in the mall. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the night rides. That's for the night rides. Yo, that yeah. purple and blue. like That's burgundy. That's the burgundy and blue. Oh, that's a little purple. Oh, yeah. Get that with the denim jean. Oh, let me chill. Let me chill. I'm starting to get in my fashionista vibes. Nah, I got the, the pants with it. You know, the pants, the two-tone with the same joint, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Do the whole. Yep. Ooh, that's yeah. nice right there, man. Yo, Jay, you already know, bro. You already know. Yeah, what it is. And then I, I put these on. See, man. This is this is big, big AAU coach vibes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Big AAU coach vibes. We pulled out the Chinese with it. Nigga gonna pull out PEs and shit. I mean, I could, but I ain't though. See, man. 
Yo, Jared, man, go to sleep, bro. Go to sleep, dog. Jared, go to sleep, bro. You already know how much for this shit, bro. I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to relax, bro. But now, man, my uh, I'm finna get out here because my girl just caught. She's like, how you gonna be 20 minutes and you an hour now? See? You know how I get to be. Tell you talking about your kids. Shit. Yeah, she be all right. Get to talking about it. I told her 20 minutes. Jerry, you ain't shit, dog. She was asleep anyway. I told her 20 minutes. She was asleep anyway. Right. You know how short you be trying to say, come go to sleep. I'm not tired, but come go to sleep. Nah. She was asleep anyway. She was sleeping anyway. Man, sleep when we want. Don't let your girl force you to go to bed. No facts. I'm usually the one forcing her to go to bed. I be, I'm finna go. I'm tired. I ain't got to work in the morning, man. I would stun on y'all some more shoes right now, but I don't feel like it. So, <laughs> now nah, you already know you're welcome here any fucking time. Bro. Appreciate you pulling up, man. Big combos. Combos at the shop, bro. Follow us on Instagram, combos at the shop, Twitter, combos at the shop. Twitch combos at the shop, YouTube conversations at the shop, Facebook conversations at the shop. You a big sports fan? Come holler us at, at the shop in the sports group. Uh, that's on Facebook. Come holler at us. Do your Fire. thing. You can find me on can I can I get verified on Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow that. You know, I I post from here and here and again. You know what I'm saying? Drop in, drop a little sauce and get the fuck out. Here and again. <laughs> On that blackout season, that nigga be on Twitter yeah. shooting from the logo. About, no, let them know about the um the interviews you've been doing lately. I, hey man, uh, any of you artists out there, producers, DJs, any of you, uh, we're doing an artist spotlight every week, bro. Every Tuesday, uh, every Tuesday I drop a new one, and so I got like six more lined up right now. Six. And, my yeah. fucking working. Yeah. Working. So I got the next three lined up, and they're going to, I'm just, you know, I'm dropping them. I'm dropping them every Tuesday. So if nah, you want to see it, bro, if you want to get a week, man, let me know. Blackout season, July 12th. That's the date. Malik, pull up, man. Pull up. Add, promo all that, man. Come up here. Come up add, here. Add some yeah. more songs to it, man. So. You know, Malik Monday's back. He dropped another one this past oh. Monday. If you ain't seen it, yeah, bro. We working, bro. Just started getting in the booth back and getting Malik, crazy. Malik Lesnar, we see it. <laughs> you can go we, post. Uh, I can't fit none of my t-shirts no more. Oh, my flex. All right, keep that little flex too. <laughs> we 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 working, man. Like I'm. Like I got a lot. Of, so I work with a lot of folks that's actual like artists and stuff. So like, and I'm just. They say they do music. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give you a chance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you, and I'm just gonna keep doing it and doing it. And now, let me tell y'all something. They free right now. Oh, you charging? They're free right now. Get on the free train before they the price go up. What Danny said, price going up. Yesterday's price is not today's so, price. Help me help you. We all help each other, bro. So right now, they just free interviews. It's 20 to 30 minutes, bro. Unless you talk and get on there and you be an hour. You know, but just come on, talk your shit, promote yourself, man. And it's good practice. 
for interviews when you go on these if you get big and you go on these radio stations and all this shit, man. No, that's facts. It's it's, like, it's practice. You gotta build your story somewhere, man. Mm-hmm. Right. And just build your story with us. Come have a conversation with us, man. Facts, man. We, we, we don't bite. <laughs> right, though. It ain't nothing crazy. I ain't gonna play nothing too wild, man. I heard him. You know, I'm gonna give y'all a little snippet. Uh, this this last guy that did it. Uh, he said Scarface was the best rapper of all time. Y'all make sure y'all tune in Tuesday to that job. I'll let y'all when I get out there. Yo, <laughs> I'm there for that conversation. I'm there for that conversation. Our case is a pretty interesting choice, but I'm not mad. I'm mad at you, And I know you're Gerard. You already know what it is, bro. Love, 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 man. No, man. For sure, man. Y'all be easy, my boy. Alrighty, bro. Stay safe out here, man. Alright, that. So, yo, man, on that note, man, shoot a quick little joint before we get up out of here. I just want to give a quick shout out. I mean, some matches that, um, let's say a lot of matches happened over the weekend of WrestleMania weekend that we didn't um, spotlight. And I just want to give a quick shout out to those matches. Um, matches like fucking John Moxley and Bis Busick, aka Oni Lorcan at Bloodsport. One of my favorite matches of the weekend. FTR versus the Briscoes. The, in my opinion, the best match of the weekend. And one of the best, like one of the best moments of the weekend. You know what I'm saying? They hit it again with the Bucks last night. Right. Bucks. Yo, FTR is in a fucking space right now. They're in a bag. They're they're in a zone right now. They are the best tag team moving and grooving right now. They are. They've been for a while. When they were the revival, they were cooking like that. They're in a they're in a space right now where it's just like it's it's I don't think nobody is moving like them. Um, who else has some great shit? Um Swerve and um Alex, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor had a lot of good matches on there, man. A lot. Of- we saw Joe pull up. Joe pull up there. I mean, Jay, uh, Jay Leto and Lee Moriarty was really good. Um, what else happened, man? It was a lot of good matches. I just want to go to the chat real quick, so I put it in there. Um, we talk so fucking much. <laughs> that's uh, when you use the search. The search mode. That's what I'm doing real quick. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> How you think I'll be finding the file so quick? Because I just search it in the chat. But it's like I said, man, just definitely check. Oh, X Pac versus Joey Janela at Joey's um oh, spring break. I, I didn't see that. Um that was I, I was X Pac is outside, bro. You still got it? Still got it, man. Like that was really cool to see Minoru Suzuki was cooking food all weekend. Like I said, John Moxley was cooking food all weekend. Minoru got a title in the States. I think he got the um that was crazy, man. Like, they pretty much are re- revitalizing everything that's going on with Ring of Honor right now, even though Tony's saying that they're just picking up where they left off, which kind of just switched all the titles, but whatever. Well, did, did Gresham beat Bandito? No, that's the only one that didn't switch. Okay. Um, Cody's media scrum after Mania. I think a lot of people um should watch that joint. Check that out if you have a lot of questions about what's going on with Cody. And if you want to kind of like a smaller version, like a 20-minute version of that, check out his interview with um Ariel Hawani, um, which pretty much um acts and answers the same questions because it's like right after the media scrum. But it definitely eased a lot of my um transgressions that I had with Cody and his departure from AEW. I had a lot of questions, you know, it was very random and all that such. I feel like with what he told me eased for most part, I still have some questions and such, but I feel like I'm probably never going to get those. No, nah, he's got to keep those close to the vest. I don't think Tony would do it either. I just out of their respect for each other. Mm-hmm. 
that's cool. That's whatever. But you don't want to get messy. From there, though, like I said, I feel like wrestling right now is in a fresh space with what we what we got with the outlook with ROH, seeing Cody and Ring of Honor, you know what I'm saying, Joe on AEW. It's 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 an upside right now. So once again, like every couple months, wrestling has this crazy kick where it's just like, what the fuck is about to happen next? And I love is ROH under AEW. Yeah, he bought it. So no, I know that, but I thought it was like a separate entity. I didn't know they were gonna like conjoin them. I mean, they kind of can join a lot. I mean, that forbidden door shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because Joe was on ROH TV, and then he pops up at AEW yesterday. Well, he signed to AEW. Oh, I you remember he was just inducted this year to the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. So right, up. You know what I'm saying? But um, trying to think of anything else, man. It was just a lot of good shit that was happening. Like this was a really, really good week in a wrestling, good week of wrestling. Like, I mean, Monday, the Monday, the Raw after Mania was kind of eh. Well, it, it was, was mid. mid. It was mid. It, only thing was seeing Veer Mahan come through, but he did what most people do and just beat the shit out of Ray Mysterio. So that wasn't nothing new. Um, I forgot to talk about. I mean, we talked about it already from there. I forgot to ask him about Logan Paul. Got to actually write about Logan Paul. Oh, that's the one we skipped. Yeah, we forgot to ask about that. Yo, we about to get ignorant too. Look what look what just dropped. Oh, ignorant. Oh, today is Friday. Anything else drop? Um, Vince Staples, Ramona Park broke my heart. Album or single? Album. Oh, I'm around. His last time it was good. Very. I, I, <laughs> I won't say slept on, but I don't think it got the the notoriety as it should. The Fabio album came out too. I'm I'm intrigued. Let out. Ew. Vince Staples got this 42 Doug. Full court press. You gonna check out this Paul Wall terminology? Stop playing. Dead ass. Dead ass. Called start to finish. Crazy. We was just talking. I was just talking about gunplay earlier. He drops an album too. Oh my god, Young Lean dropped an album. No, oh shit. Don't tell oh me. Oh my man. god, Young Lean. You dead ass a young lean guy. Bruh, stop playing. Young Lean birthed a lot of these niggas today. Stop playing. Dead ass too. Oh, said new album drop. That's what I'm listening to first. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a listen as well. Mm, more love letters. I, song titles. I mean, album titles definitely will bring me in with his uh, R and B. It's called. Love. I'm like, ooh, what's that about? <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. Some random male group. I'm not gonna listen to that. They too old to be in a group. These niggas look like a bunch of joy for tones. <laughs> There's a couple of joints I'm probably gonna listen to, but yeah, I like what's pop. I'm definitely gonna check out the Sid joint for real, for real. That's gonna be the first thing I listen to. Let me see who's on this joint. Damn. But no, definitely check out that John, that John Moxley, Biff Busick, um, Briscoe's, FTR, Joey Janela, X Pac. Um, pretty already check out. Like I said, check out GCW cooked food over the weekend. Oh, also, if I got um Killer Cross versus Minoru Suzuki happened over the weekend. That was okay. Raw still out here. Yeah. Um. Another great match that happened over the weekend. If you're not privy to him, 
Mike Ball Speed, Mike Mike Speedball Bailey or Mike Bailey. He's a fire dude. Been in Independence for a minute. Couldn't wrestle in the states because of you know he's a shit. But now he got that shit cleared and he's been cooking food since he got into back into the states. And him and Jay White had a fucking banger at New Japan's Lone Star. Like, it was some real bangers over the weekend, man. Some real, real bangers. We got Lucky Day, Smino, Kalani. That's it. And I'm fine with that. Those are three violent features for me. Nah, I'm going to give that uh, 42 Doug ESTG album a spin because I've been waiting for that. Since they first announced it, I've been waiting for that. Shit, man. Wasn't 42 Doug supposed to have an album with somebody else? Baby, I think. Shit. On that note, let's get to the wave so we can go listen to this music. I'll, I'll play mine. I got mine queued up. I'm about to play some like super duper old school shit. My fucking laptop acting crack. Is it crack? You smoke crack, don't ya? Lean on me. Nah, I forgot we already remixed that shit. I forgot who we did, to, who we remixed it to. <laughs> Where the f- oh, I forgot. De La Soul don't have shit on Yabo music. God damn. Oh, well. Um. I'm going to play 38 Special Master Your High off of uh, Bullet for Every Heathen. One of my favorite special records. One of the first special records I heard. Yeah. Now, Dan, I came to kill everything in sight, man. Don't even worry. I ain't even nobody breathing. Everybody's dead. I'm walking in, I'm walking out, in and out, don't even trip. I'm bringing back everything that's supposed to be brought back, and I'm leaving everything that's supposed to be left. Yeah, trust. Let's go, let's go. Huh. Now we don't all do a sweat. Catch you in the car with y'all crew, now it's a carpool. The way y'all dudes is wet. Forget, nigga, we don't regard you with credit. I'm super fresh, my crew the best, with all due respect. Them calls and them checks, that's the reason that your moms is in debt. That don't amount to the charm on my neck. You fall mm. and I'm armed with this tank. I set it off and then bullets dissolve in your flesh. My name's special. I'm the one they call the connect. It ain't hard to guess who balls is correct. Huh? I done bought outfits worth in your legs. When I call my bras collect, huh? all them a set, nigga. Never wrote a statement. I'm still got the federal arraignments. I'm a nigga that get it from the pavement. When you play with fat and know that residue is dangerous, we cut it and Resell it like edible arrangements. Huh, me and your bitch had sexual engagements. Before you fuck mine, you schedule a payment, nigga. I was getting money, niggas was looking for me. You was looking for a plug, my plug was looking for me. We was pushing keys before we was pushing 20. Bought K's in my dark days, start looking sunny, huh? Got here from taking risks and making flips. Created ways to make it rich from a vacant strip. 
The package ain't playing, so fuck it, we waiting sick. I pray the people at the post office don't take my shit. I want a lot of niggas dead, had to make a list. The list got way too big, so I made a wish. Then I went in the studio and created this. And this killed everybody, what a great assist. How good she sucked dick is how I rate a bitch. If she don't suck dick, I don't date the bitch. Our relationship is she got my favorite lips. What time she put a face in the open fish. That was really straightforward. Wonder what his Tinder profile looks like. Shit. I mean, he can say that. He he's like we were talking about earlier. He's definitely a wham bam. He ain't the baby boo. That's true. I got it. <laughs> Um, my wave is going to be off the uh, new Denzel Curry album, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future, which I gave a listen to, uh, I think, day before yesterday. Solid album. Really, this is a really good album. I mean, I think some people definitely should give it a listen to. Denzel Curry is a really good um, artist, though, for sure. For I sure. love Taboo. I love Taboo. But the record I'm going to play is called Mento featuring Saul Williams and Bridget Perez. Saul Williams? Oh, shit. <laughs> Let me take you higher than Herbal Let's climb a treetop This is not rap, my nigga This more like beatbox Classic Freddy Hubbard These words are uttered Like every cattle Making sure the rain lasts forever I'm sleepless in Seattle Fucking rapper I travel across the nation for ages Even as I start to get older This music is bathing It's not the power of you Surrounding the food This water My mind is flooded with these flows So get it. <laughs> My mental state is whatever happens, happens. Don't make it a habit, rapid. If I was back in the forties, I would have been also getting different practice. Different habits for passion. I find it harder to make an actual get. It's That's my joint right there. Shout out to uh, that's a really cool record, man. Nice little piece of my record. I love right there, you know. So I love my piece of my records. So, you all ready? Tsunami Surf. 
but it's spelled S-U, Nami. You guys put it all together. My bad. Um, my um, I'm not even sure we played this. My fucking computer got me pissed off. Um, it comes from the conflicted soundtrack. It's I don't even know what to play. I fucking let us mixtape this album. Uh, I'm going to play from the conflicted soundtrack. And they right by each other. It's crazy. Um, welcome home, DMX, with my man Dave East and Jonesy. Oh shit, Dave East and Jonesy. I like Jonesy. That's uh BSF. He's he's down with Dominic. At... And it's one of the ones I can't skip. They can hit a hit you with a thirty. Nah, it hit me with a 15-second joint for that Asian movie that came out with the lady who get the power up or whatever. Her shit? I can't wait to see that. I just want to see it, too. Me and my baby we got a connection. Look up to the heavens and God be blessed. Your bitch can tell me that shit don't concern me. Got money on standby if I get arrested. I move that product all throughout the same. When we're young, I got weapons. Ain't nobody wrestling. Don't answer. Nobody questions. Famous over nigga. Yo, this conflicted soundtrack has some joints.
<coughs> Shout out <coughs> to Griselda, excuse me. I actually met the director yesterday night, well, last night of Conflicted, AK Reed. Shout out to him. Got his contact info. Hopefully, an interview on Get Your Buyers Off is coming soon with him. I still got to hit him up. Look at Sue working, man. Shout got out his autograph, too. Because you know my one of my many jobs, he was on the cover of the magazine because he is from Buffalo, too. Shout out to the town. And he did autograph it and give me all this information right there. Uh, I don't want to put his... No, nah, that's right fire. Uh, Personalize it, too. Bro. You know he's from the town because it's chicken scratch. <laughs> you gonna slander the way that man right, man. Nah, but nah, I ain't, I'm gonna slander the way he right, but I ain't gonna slander the way that nigga use his skills, man. That nigga been through a lot of shit. I really connected with him through what he was saying in the speech and stuff like that. And like it was just crazy because I didn't even know he was from Buffalo. Until no, like he showed that. up there, and like I wasn't even about to go to this event for my job because I had just got off my one job, and then like my man hit me up. He was like, "Yo, you coming to the event?" I was like, "Nah, I don't yeah, know about it." I was gonna go to sleep. He was like, "It's at the Oak Room, free drinks." I was like, "Free drinks, all right." But shout it's out to like Bros and Cole, shout out to Brian, shout out to Cordell, shout out to Casey, shout out to Ronnie, shout out to Tweet, shout out to all them boys on the team. You ain't no bros and coals. If it ain't done by brothers, it's done by others. Check it out. Panoramic Mag. That, that sounds like Dennis the, Wilson also. That sounds like the Wayne's brothers when they're doing the cab service and he was like, take the brother man, not the other man. Exactly. Well, on that note, um, you sign off out of here. All right, you already know, man. Follow us on Get Your Bars Off Podcast on all streaming platforms. Get Your Bars Off Pod on Twitter. Follow me at Ari Starks. Let them know where to follow y'all at. Uh, at the underscore marketable one on Twitter. At King underscore Cap 29 on IG. You can follow me at SXDZ on Twitter and Instagram at S.DZ on Facebook. And Ahmad Jeffries on Black People Moon. On that note, we are out. <laughs> gang, gang activities.